Albuquerque's macro aggression, Eddie Aragon, the rock of talk. This Wednesday afternoon, I'm Eddie Aragon, The Rock of Talk at AM1600. KIVA, ABQ.FM, rockoftalk.com. 550-5500 is the number to call here this afternoon on today's Hump Day Show right here in the Kiva. As always, uh, we encourage people to watch us on Roku TV, Amazon Fire, Apple TV, podcasts, if you please, on SoundCloud, Spotify, and Stitcher. And then download our apps for rockoftalk.tv and rockoftalk.com. And most importantly, for my good friend, D. Dowd Muska, uh, who is broadcasting uh, right near, he's on a remote from Balloon Fiesta Park, where you <laughs> need your vaccinations, ladies and gentlemen, in order to enter the park, which is, uh, well, I'd like to take full credit for it, but I believe it's me and uh, along with the Patriots who have been pushing back very hard. These guys don't know what to do with me in the race. They can't talk about a mayoral election. They've got a, a bona fide uh, news coverage that comes out so they can prevent me from being on. Uh, it, they'll do everything they can from getting someone who's not affiliated with the government to be running. And I'm the only non-government employee uh, as well as unvaxxed candidate uh, uh, who is in the mayoral race. We want to encourage each and every one of you to go to fightfor505.com. All right, so now you're going to start hearing from me, and I'm going to tell you that I need your money because I know what to spend it on. I have things that I want to buy, okay, for the campaign. They don't cost a whole lot of money. I want to let you know that our radio station allows people, our, both competitors who are on the ballot, equal access, equal time here on our radio station, uh, and uh, that would, of course, be um, Manny Gonzalez and Tim Keller, uh, who would be allowed that time. Uh, very likely that Tim will not use it, and I'll be happy to produce the show for Manny Gonzalez if he so chooses uh, to come here on this radio station. I need your money. Make your donations now at fightfor505.com. That's fightfor505.com. I'm well within my rights to go ahead and request that money, as is any candidate who uh, comes here on this, and it is a free of charge for any of those guys to come and do their quote-unquote uh, live call-in show. And you are welcome to call in this afternoon, 550-5500. Edown Musk, hour one, how are you, sir? Uh, let me get the numbers straight here, Eddie. The, uh, the VAX mandate will not be implemented for the city. The VAX mandate will not be implemented for the county. And there will be no VAX passport required for the balloon fiesta. Uh, uh, are those three big wins for, for the, the, the pro-science community? <laughs> well, it's a, it's a win for our community. And uh, I, I told you... I believe that was uh, Monday morning, bright and early. We said, here's the COVID report. We are winning. Every, work is, every worker is essential. Keep fighting. That's what we're doing, okay? On Monday, we talked about COVID. Yesterday was debate day. I played everybody who hadn't heard it. I, everyone has to have heard it by now. You watched, you watched how we just waxed the floor with those two guys, both government workers, both currently in charge of running uh, the city. Uh, and it was an abysmal day. I'm going to go to that uh, first. And, uh, you know, we a lot of people are saying, hey, you know what? Want to open? <laughs> then open. You need to stay open, folks. That's what you need to do. They're not going to be coming for you. We have fought back. We have won. And uh, now our balloon fiesta opened. We couldn't say the same thing for the state fair. But Michelle Lujan Grisham is on her heels. Uh, the case count uh, supposedly is up. You know, uh, I can tell you that. Uh, the death count is definitely not up, but it uh, doesn't stop them from uh, increasing the case count uh, on there. 
Now I want to kind of switch gears for a moment and talk about, you know, the other issue, which is crime. Okay. And my competitors, Timmy and Manny, we put out a presser today said, uh, here, here's a thousand words that this picture is worth. And it's a picture of Tim Keller next to Manny Gonzalez, the night of Tim Keller's mayoral victory. Mayoral victory uh, back in uh, December of uh, 2000. I believe that would be 17 is when the, was it in 2017? Yeah, 2017. So he started, uh, I believe, uh, within that month. So here it is. The photograph of Bernalillo County Sheriff Manny Gonzalez applauding then state auditor Tim Keller's election as Albuquerque mayor speaks volume. That night on the mayoral podium, Tim Keller right next to Manny Gonzalez. Well, Manny has since, quote, unquote, unendorsed Keller. I've never heard of an unendorsement. Have you? Uh, I take it back. I take it back. He already won, but I endorsed him. I helped him get elected. And Governor Michelle Lujan Grisham, who he also endorsed before, quote, unquote, unendorsing her, too. His bad judgment can't be forgotten. Tim Keller focused heavily on crime in his 2017 race for mayor. In fact, they think that you're all stupid and you have amnesia. Okay. These two have had four years, actually longer in the case of Manny, four years to focus on crime, and they have completely and totally failed. Okay. It's unfortunate, but crime is absolutely out of control, said Keller, a Democrat, back in 2017. We need to deal with these problems head on. (laughs) By making them worse. (laughs) Keller, you might remember, ran on a platform advocating new leadership at the Albuquerque Police Department, recruitment of more officers, Treatment centers to stem homelessness. Here we are, four years later, September 22nd, Wednesday afternoon, 4.11 p.m., and Albuquerque has already more murders than ever have been recorded in the history of the city of Albuquerque. With more than three months left on the year, homelessness has skyrocketed. He's dumped tens of millions into new police technologies, buying up property for the homeless, Constructing the infamous tiny village at $895 a square foot that remains 85% empty. Homeless encampments litter the cities with tents and trash. Our motels, motels, are constant hotspots for crime and murder, 11 murders in all. And criminals are getting let out of jail at record pace. Now, folks, this isn't complicated. If the rule that followed, that you followed, brought you to this, of what use was the rule? One of my favorite quotes, of course, uh, comes from no country for old men. Seems like New Mexico is becoming a state full of only people that are going to be keeping the same people living here. It's become glaringly obvious that a state auditor is no more equipped to curb violent crime and vagrancy than the sheriff, Manny Gonzalez, who stood by him on election night back in 2017. It's time for change. Now, I've got... Five quick things to talk to you about here for Fight for 505. All of what you're hearing is rhetoric. Yesterday was grandstanding. You see the media rolling out Tim Keller's with 43, 42 days left, his brand new crime push. (laughs) And then on top of that, you've got Manny Gonzalez. He brought out, you want to know where all your resources were? I don't know how much that photo op, it cost to put that photo op together. Right, Dowd? You know, when it comes to, was it the FBI? 
the uh, CIA. I don't even know who was there. All, <laughs> all dressed up, you know. Suddenly, Space they, Force. <laughs> suddenly, suddenly they didn't have masks. Yeah, they have us to thank for that because they've been advocating for masks the entire time, right? Was the Space Force there too? Probably. <laughs> they were watching. <laughs> Folks, uh, we need tough on time policies. Tough on crime policies. All you've heard from these guys for four years, or in the case of Manny, ten years, is nothing but rhetoric. Period. That's it. I've said right from the very beginning that you got to punish all crime. Suddenly, Manny's talking about punishing all crime, right? <laughs> Twenty-two different categories. He says, "Okay, whatever, dude." I mean, you punish all crime, not just felonies. Let me uh, forward this because I'm getting lots of calls. And I'm open to your calls this afternoon. 550-5500 right after this uh, opener. How about arresting arresting misdemeanors? Choplifting, trespassing, possession, loitering, prostitution. Prosecuting, no rehabilitation of criminals. Focus on the public. You are wonderful, beautiful people here in Albuquerque. We want to make a better, safer city for Arrest quality of life issues. Camping, begging. Vagrancy, sanitation, right? Get these people to where they need to be to, right? Transport them so that they can get the help that they need. We've talked about that. And then building units within the Albuquerque Police Department, which are non-existent, including the gang unit. You saw Manny rolling out his gang unit and the ride-alongs. And I don't know, that same group that was there was really interesting. ABQ Raw, those two dudes who are putting together all this uh, promo stuff right now for Manny Gonzalez. They're literally acting as PIO. Those two guys were at the scene of the crime at the scene of the crime last year where one person was shot in the toppling of the Juan de Oñate. Juan de Oñate. That's right, that's right. Remember that last yeah, year? How did they just happen to be there? Who tipped them off? News crews weren't even there at that time. Hmm. More on that. More on that later on when we need to use it. We're coming for you. We're coming for you. All of you. Now, folks, this is a rocket scientist. Eddie Aragon's platform, my platform is simple. Albuquerque needs tough on crime policies, not more rhetoric. Hiring more police officers. Now, folks, you guys can't do that without real leadership in the mayor's office. People are leaving BCSO. People are leaving APD. You have to back the police, but most of all, you have to pay these guys well. The fourth best paid for the highest crime rate in the entire state. They should be number one. We have to incentivize but most importantly, retain. My first priority is right there. Upon taking office, I'm going to increase those Albuquerque Police Department salaries day one. They will be the highest paid of any city in the state. And it's pretty easy. It's a little sleight of hand, if you will. Reallocation of funds. Recruitment starts with incentives. In an era of increasing police violence against officers and city and state agencies throwing the book at anyone, right? You saw the uh, most recent uh, news story. We're going to go after the officers that are eating burritos in their, in their cars. Albuquerque can't keep trying the same old tactics to staff the police department here in Albuquerque. Every resource available at hiring and retaining those quality officers, and that includes adding to the perpetually understaffed the detective units. It includes creating gang units, Commercial residential, residential burglary units and helping local businesses prevent theft, loitering, and vandalism. We also have to punish the criminals and not just felonies. 
I'll be directing the Albuquerque Police Department officers to arrest all criminals, from shoplifters to trespassers, to drug possession, and yes, something we don't prosecute for, prostitution. Folks, you can't clean up the streets without stopping petty criminals before they become violent. This, of course, has been proven time and time again. If the shoplifters and car thieves aren't caught, brought in, they will continue to escalate the severity of their criminal enterprises. You've heard the word brazen before. This is exactly how Albuquerque has arrived at nearly 100 murders in nine months. So instead of pandering to criminals, it's time that our city has started to focus on the victims of crime, including the cost of the city and vandalism and and theft. We're now 42 days away from the election, and only now are both those guys who stood on the mayoral stage together, hand in hand, yelling, whooping it up, getting excited, Tim Keller and Manny Gonzalez started to take crime seriously. 42 days. Rather than addressing officer staffing problems and the city's failure to arrest criminals walking the streets, Keller actually called for more meetings. Yes, let's get together. Let's talk about it. Bureaucracy isn't going to solve this. More meetings aren't going to solve this. Blaming the status quo without taking accountability for the fact that he, as our mayor, as your mayor, has overseen the status quo for now four years without changing a single thing. In fact, what is Michelle Lujan Grisham's priority for 2022. I believe it's crime. That, yeah. In a parody of himself in 2017, Keller called crime, quote, our first priority. <laughs> in 2021, boy, he keeps playing the same old tune. 2021, it's his first priority. Then he went on to pass the buck. He called the city, le- the legislature, the county commission, and the city council to fix the problem, never doing it for himself, playing more of his progressive politics during the last four years of his, his administration. Now, Manny's press conference was no more substantive, though it was quite a spectacle. He brought out FBI, ATF, DEA, Secret Service, U.S. Marshals, probation and parole, and 80 deputies from his own sheriff's. You wanted to commit a crime uh, yesterday during his news conference. <laughs> that, was the time to was, that was the time to go ahead and do it. And everybody knew it. I mean, people are like, sending me snapshots of this guy. Very impressive photo op. You guys aren't fooled. You should see the social media posts. I mean, comical. Manny's people can't take those social media posts down fast enough. <laughs> they are scratching them out like. As I wish I were still on Facebook, Eddie. <laughs> you should watch it. As you post something, Manny's people are literally, uh, literally shutting it down. This couldn't have been more perfectly timed to save his struggling campaign and the tough on crime platform that he's attempting to project in his bid to become Albuquerque's next mayor. Now, let me say something. A lot of you have asked, well, how come they're giving Manny time? How come they're giving Tim time on the TV? So there's something very specific called bona fide news, okay? So I'm not in the official capacity in serving this city, right? I'm a radio guy. I'm on the air, a talk radio personality. They don't have to offer me equal time anytime they do this, and this is exactly what they're doing. They're having bona fide news media commerce to take care of the city of Albuquerque with 42 days left, and the news organizations don't have to give me equal time, which is why I need you to get out our campaign, Fight for 505. That's fightfor505.com. Get it out to every single person. Follow us on social media. I'm not on social media, but... Follow us there. There's lots of people operating it. And get the word out. Because there's a real evil that has captured this city, ladies and gentlemen. 
and it does not want to let it go. And they feel, I'm telling you right now, you know what's really amazing? I'm going to give you some, some quick numbers right now. We've placed over 6,000 calls. This, these are the numbers. This is what they're afraid of, and they know that this is there. Hey, consider this your first poll. We've c- completed, just in two days, 6,357 phone calls. We had 164 responses. We have 46 people who are saying that, yes, I'll vote for Eddie. That's 28.5%. 45 people who say no, 62 undecided, and 11 refuse. I have more yeses than the two of them have votes. Do you see what's happening here? By the end of this weekend, I'll have more than 15,000 calls turned in to give you data to tell you where we are at. That's not the type of information that Brian Sanderhoff and his polling agency, which is voter suppression, is going to be putting out. Think about that. We put out nearly 6,400 calls. We've got 164 direct responses. 46 of those people have stated that they're going to be voting for me. 45 had, I mean, excuse me, 46 people have said they're voting for me. 45 has said no. Think about that for a moment. That number is amazing. That number is amazing. Those are, that's factual. That's actual. It's right there. Let's continue. So this photo op by Manny Gonzalez that couldn't have been more perfectly timed to save his struggling campaign and his tough on crime platform he's attempting to project in his bid to be Albuquerque's next mayor was all out there for everybody to see, but none of the news agencies actually reported on it. Did you notice there wasn't one news agency that reported on that, Yeah, Yeah, I did. that's right. Yeah. Not one news agency reported on Manny Gonzalez. Manny stated yesterday, this has turned into a very infested crime area, said Manny, who's a Democrat. We're totally You're the sheriff! <laughs> You're the sheriff! <laughs> We're totally committed to fighting crime in this area, he says. ABQ Raw is out doing it. There was, another, there was a shooting this afternoon, officer involved. They're out there putting the uh, PIO stuff uh, that, that's there. We're 42 days away from the election, folks, and suddenly Manny is, quote-unquote, committing to fighting crime with his Grip operation, gang recognition intelligence patrol. Why would you implement something 42 days away from you becoming ostensibly mayor since you think that you might win? So never mind that Manny is using the power of his office to try to resuscitate his sinking campaign. And dare I say government resources, ladies and gentlemen, and, and, and media resources. Now, whether or not this is an abuse of power for him and Keller is a matter we'll leave to election ethics boards. <clears throat> We just care about making Albuquerque safe again. That's it. And smoke and mirrors press conferences aren't going to undo the damage that's been done to our city these past four years. Bureaucrats don't seem to understand that crime isn't a statistic. People are dead. There's stories. Children, mothers, fathers, friends. They're gone and never to return. Manny and Keller can hold as many photo ops as they wish to exploit the blood on their hands these past four years. But it's not going to win them any votes because the voters of New Mexico and Albuquerque in particular aren't stupid. People are tired of politics as usual. They're sick of politicians blaming the very status quo that they themselves have perpetuated. They're ready for someone to step up and own this problem, to make the tough calls, to enforce the laws, even if it means pissing off the leftists and the Democrat Party who believe crime is a symptom of racial oppression and inequity. 
There's, there's, there are more than enough jobs here in Albuquerque to go around. There's no lack of community and government support. The problem is lifetime bureaucrats can't bite the hand that feeds them. Tim's been in it 15 years. Manny's been doing it 27 years. So they toe the line and they blame everything but themselves for the failures of their administration. Albuquerque needs a new vision. It needs a lifelong citizen without political ambition. Someone who's willing to be unpopular within his party so long as it means his family and his friends are safe. That person is me, Eddie Aragon, for mayor. Fightfor505.com. That's fightfor505.com. Donate now. Get your money in. Get your vote in. Go help out at RPNM. The people who are stepping in. And, and folks, there's people all of a sudden who are wanting to step in. And them and their organization have decided to not endorse me. They will not be able to help us because we understand that how politics works. We do need all hands on deck, but we truly need people who aren't political opportunists. We had 12 people at the office when I went there earlier today. They were all making phone calls. That's what we need. We need all hands on deck to make phone calls, deliver signs. We're seeing our signs absolutely everywhere. It's exciting. And I think uh, hope and change is a real possibility, Dad. Your thoughts? Well, you know, Eddie, I sent you a, a – I know you get about 300 emails an hour, but I, a couple days ago I sent you the only bumper sticker – a picture of the only bumper sticker I've seen for Mayor – in Albuquerque, I saw it on Alameda coming east back toward the Northeast Heights, and it was an Eddie Aragon for mayor bumper sticker. <laughs> That's pretty cool. That's, uh, and where did you see it exactly? Uh, it was on a, uh, you know, I call them old lady cars. They're crossover SUVs. My mother has one. You know, every, every, <laughs> old, every old white woman in America has either a Honda CRV or a Toyota RAV4, uh, and she had an Eddie Aragon for mayor bumper sticker prominently displayed and that's the only bumper sticker i've seen in the city so far so uh interesting uh portent possible portent of things to come well i certainly hope so so folks uh line up uh text in call in here this afternoon uh you're welcome to call in uh, directly 550 50 500 that's 550 50 here in the kiva on am 1600 kiva abq.fm 427 back and forth and admit that the waters around you have grown and accept it that soon you'll be drenched to the bone if your time to you is worth saving and you better start swimming or you'll sink like a stone For the times they are a-changing Some writers and critics who prophesize with your pen And keep your eyes wide, the chance won't come again And don't speak too soon for the wheel's still in spin and there's no telling who that it's naming. Was the loser now will be later to win. For the times they are changing. Come senators, congressmen, please heed the call. Don't stand in the doorway, don't lock up the hall For he that gets hurt will be he who has stalled The battle outside region Will soon shake your windows and rattle your walls For the times they are 
ever-changing. Hey, Rock of Talk listeners, do you know what's on the Rock of Talk app? The Rock of Talk TV, Rock of Talk podcast, Rock of Talk news, weather, alarm, and more. Download it now at rockoftalk.com. Music is the great communicator on makeusgodlyagain.com. Sometimes we just need a pick-me-up. Makeusgodlyagain.com. Ready for some adventure? Then explore our new array of Lear's superior camper shelves and tonneau covers at Smith's Ultimate Linings. Fiberglass base rails, trimless edges, DuPont automotive finish. Enjoy the safety and superior advantages Lear offers. We'll even take $100 off with a purchase of a shell and liner. Visit our website at smithsultimate.com or call us at 505-332-1403 to begin your journey today with Smith's Ultimate Linings. Albuquerque-based Pluma Construction Systems provides a full suite of commercial construction services and residential remodeling. Pluma Construction is a service-disabled, veteran-owned small business. Visionary Tony Robbins said, Setting goals is the first step in turning the invisible into the visible. Whether you are training to run a marathon, starting a new business, or training soldiers. You need to be committed to making that vision a reality. Set clear goals. Be determined and purposeful in achieving them. Back it all up with unshakable self-confidence. If you radiate enthusiasm and are truly excited about what you're doing, people will be naturally drawn to you. The other final ingredient is humility. Proverbs 16.9 says, In their hearts, humans plan their course, but the Lord establishes their steps. In the grand plan of life, if you are spiritually grounded, you will have success because you know who you you are and that there is a God and you are not him. This Leadership Minute was brought to you by Pluma Construction Systems. To discuss your construction project, call 505-345-0755 or visit plucys.com. I'm Nancy Giblin, owner of Sugar Hollow, a boutique residential assisted living community in the historic Albuquerque Country Club neighborhood. Dedicated to exceptional care for your loved one, Sugar Hollow provides daily wellness activities that engage the mind, body, and spirit. Join us for Happy Hour Fridays, Sugar Hollow style, featuring local musicians playing tunes your loved ones will recognize and enjoy. Visit Sugar Hollow by calling 270-0801. Boutique style assisted living, 270-0801. Hey, it's Eddie Aragon. The staff at ABQ Guns stands for your Second Amendment rights, but they believe other freedoms are under attack by the governor's orders. Small businesses are bearing the weight of those health orders, and ABQ Guns believes she owns our state's economic collapse. ABQ Guns urges you to shop local for firearms, ammo, and accessories. Stop by the shop in Riverside Plaza, on Coors, north of Montano, or visit shop.abqguns.com ABQ Guns Defenders of your freedom This is Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk Glad to be here with you to help your business And right now businesses are in desperate need of cash flow Many businesses aren't going to make it through this crisis without a solution Michael Trujillo has that solution Host of Your Money Matters, 11.30am on Saturday Michael, how can you help these businesses get cash flow today? Well, Eddie, all they have to do is pick up the phone Give us a call and we can help them with that cash flow because we have many different federal programs that businesses can qualify for. But more importantly, we also have over 100 lenders on hand ready to go ahead and provide these loans to businesses so that they can continue when we are open again for business. Let's help your small business today, folks. If you own a car dealership, commercial real estate, you have a restaurant, how about a funeral home, software development firms, engineering firm, plumbing and heating, you name it, Michael can help you. Eight, five, six. 
1171 856-1171 or you can email him directly michael at michaeltrujillo.com that's michael at michaeltrujillo.com now in some way Mumford and Sons there, 433. Haven't heard them in a while. I don't know uh, why I came across that. It showed up, and I'm like, oh, let's play it. We haven't uh, played it in uh, some time. Uh, I, th- I think it's sort of a band that everyone has uh, forgotten about, uh, right, Dowd? I don't think anybody even talks about Mumford and Sons. They were like uh, the biggest thing for a while. Yeah, I think wasn't one of their uh, band members uh, canceled recently, I think? Uh, he, canceled? He, he, yeah, he tweeted, out, he tweeted out something that he, you're not allowed to tweet. And he was uh, kicked out. Kicked <laughs> like, out of uh, Twitter or his, his band? Uh, Winston Marshall was kicked out of Mumford & Sons. He tweeted, oh, he tweeted, <laughs> he praised a book by a, a right winger. Oh, oh who, who? Who's that? Okay, let's see. I, I have a feeling this is oh, Andy Oh, Mumford no. & Sons, we're about to, uh, we're about to, oh, is it, is it uh, unmasked by Andy No? I believe it was Andy No. Uh, Unmasked Inside and Tim's radical plan to destroy democracy. Oh, Mumford and Sons is a right is a left winger group, huh? No free speech in that band. Wow, holy man! I will uh, I will not be playing any more Mumford and Sons. How about that? We're done. We're done with the Mumford and Sons. Two two can play at that game. Turnabout is fair play, right? It absolutely is. We have a couple of callers. Caller, you're in the Kiva. Go ahead, the Kiva. This is Miss Stephanie, Eddie. I have your poem ready for commerce. All right, go ahead. Let's go. Let's hear it. A poem for commerce from uh, Miss Stephanie. There we go. The best Stephanie I know. What's going on, Stephanie? How are you? Thank you. I'm doing good. been talking to a few friends on your behalf, trying to get them out. Mm-hmm. Picked up uh, your campaign, was kind enough to give me a few more signs to pass out. Okay. So right. I'm, do- I'm doing what I can oh, do. Thank you. I appreciate that. Those 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 uh, signs aren't cheap. So we thank our fundraisers for putting that together, and we thank you for putting them in safe hands. That's uh, very important. And you know what? I I originally was going to pass them in my neighborhood, and I yeah, thought, no, what are you no, doing, no, no, Stephanie? No, no, no. So They're... I placed them strategically. I have them in the South Valley, North Valley. There we go. Southeast Heights. In yards. The you put them in yards, correct? In, only in yards. Okay, only, in, only yards. in yards. I try to tell people that. Only in yards, you know. But, but only in yards, but I have them strategically instead right. of just all on my street. There you go. I like that. All right. So, Stephanie, lay it on okay. us, a poem about commerce. Here we go. Enemies, who can tell? Line and wait, an opportunity to destroy but Eddie, a rat can smell, so a plot they ploy Eddie to avoid. On city, COVID, crime, corruption, and commerce is Eddie, is where Eddie will spend his time, so this is his promise. Five C's has Eddie to make a mark. On his fair city, Eddie is ready as Albuquerque is in the dark. They tried their skill, but many businesses have closed, so now they must be still and their failures exposed. 
Closures are harmful for community and individuals, so let us not marvel and stand against these liberals. <laughs> Increased crime, rising homelessness, higher poverty rates, and businesses fleeing gives one a sense of hopelessness. Commerce we must improve and businesses stop from leaving. And now our kids may not be educated. To all this, a new vision Albuquerque needs. So let's all take a stand and be dedicated so to Eddie, Tim Keller must concede. To ensure we the people do not miss the good old days, let's put a stop to this evil without a moment's delay. No more hanging or chilling out for comments to improve. Get out the word and shout that current leaders we must remove. Be not an offender as this song you might remember. Smiling faces, smiling faces, sometimes they lie, they don't tell the truth. Be a part and make a difference in this fight for 505 with clarity and emphasis. Reiterate, Eddie Aragon, as our city's leader, we prefer. That is really good. That is really good. How about well, that? That you. was your best one. My God. I think oh, I, we, thank you. Well, we're, we're going to wrap that up uh, with, with a nice word at the end, but I got to tell you, that was like, you know, I know uh, Dick Clark used to rate records. You might remember their American Bandstand. You know, did anybody yeah. ever get a 90? Anybody ever get a 90 on Bandstand? I, I doubt uh, anybody ever got a 90. No, but that, that yours would have definitely been right there, an 89 or a 90. Absolutely. That, that, that was amazing. I, I, I want you to send that in because I want to read it again. And maybe okay. why don't you call back a little bit later in our, during our second hour? And uh, tell everybody about the poem that you read once again. I'll let you read it. That one was so good. Uh, next time you come in, just read it a little bit slower. That's easily your best poem. Okay. How about I call in about 5.15. I have friends picking me up at 5.30. There you go. Whatever time you want to do. What, whatever time you want to do. What are you doing tonight, sweetheart? I'm going to hear Joe Rosenberg um, have a question and answer period between him and Skip Isaac at Calvary. Okay. Have you heard of Joe Rosenberg? I'm not familiar. Uh, Rebecca, are you familiar with Rosen, Rosen, Rosenberg? I'm not. Nope. He, he's, he was very short. He was born and raised. I'm Messianic Jewish, by the way. So okay. I'm kind of. Okay. But he was born and raised as an Orthodox Jew in Israel. Okay. And has since published several books. He's very politically connected with world leaders. So, and I mean very politically connected. And his, some of his books, he, if I recall right, I think it was him and not Jonathan Kahn, but I think it was Joel Rosenberg, even predicted 911 and how it would happen prior to it happening. So some people call him a prophet. I don't go that far, nor does he, but he seems to certainly have a lot of insight. So I want to go hear him because I feel that Skip will ask questions regarding current events going on in Israel and how they will pertain to America and possibly the end time. So I'm curious. Okay. That's so Joe uh, Rosenberg I'm sorry, uh, Stephanie, but you piqued my interest. Uh, so I have read uh, Jonathan Kahn, a couple of books. I've watched a lot of his videos. Uh, you don't call these guys necessarily prophets, uh, neither one of them. Uh, I'd like to kind of get your insight for a lot of people uh, who are in our audience actually know about Jonathan Kahn. What are your thoughts on him? I I am very, I have no negative words. I think very highly of Jonathan Kahn. I have some of his books. I've read them. I happen to think he's spot on. I, I believe with all my heart, although I haven't met him personally, and 
Um, I've only read his books. I think his best book written would be The Paradigm. I yeah. don't know if you've heard that or read of it. Yeah, I have. I have. Yeah, and, okay, and I highly suggest everybody to read that myself. I think the man has a lot of insight, and God uses him to get the word out. Yeah, he's got uh, his whole kingdom uh, mysteries, uh, the Harbinger, which is his most popular, and then the uh, the Paradigm. Um, you can actually get them on Audible as well. You should definitely listen. Uh, not to mention the, right. I believe the Book of Mysteries. Well, on uh, he has that as well. I, I think the Paradigm is the best, simply because the title is exactly what the book's about. It's obviously a blueprint, and he compares. The rulers of, I hate to say medieval times, Old Testament times, maybe, mm. of the prophets and things, to our current leaders. That's correct. Yeah. Of within, say, yeah. um, he creates the some, parallels so that he understands that the, the paradigm is about history repeating itself, uh, essentially, for a lot of these right. people. I mean, this stuff isn't uh, far fetched, and, uh, you know, those who don't know no. history are doomed to repeat it. He's a big believer, uh, of course, in that underlying. That's great stuff. Stephanie, I hope you enjoy that uh, event tonight. If you want to come on back and jump in, I think we'll make a little room for you to repeat that uh, commerce poem one more time. What are the five C's again, sweetie? What are they? City, COVID, crime, corruption, and commerce. Man, just, that is music <laughs> to my ears. Look at uh, uh, Rebecca is totally grooving over here. She loves this stuff. She's like, oh, man, this is, I'm this waiting, is great. I'm uh, waiting for Rebecca to call me. I have a couple personal questions. I left my name and number at headquarters yesterday. Okay, good deal. For her to call me. Okay, If, if they lost it, I'll call tomorrow and leave it again. Okay, good deal. Thank you, Stephanie. Wow. Such a powerful, powerful mind, someone who's open to a lot of uh, ideas, and I got to say, she is somebody that I uh, have really, what, I think that's her fourth or fifth poem, Dowd? What did you yeah, think? I think so, fourth or fifth. Yeah, fourth or fifth A lot poem. of hours went into something like that. A lot, a lot of, of hours, a lot of thought, and someone who's passionate, who cares, uh, who's willing to put in the time, and, you know, that's what it's going to take. It's going to take a lot of marketing, and you got to know how to market. you got to make it really easy for people. And, again, five things. I put it right there. City, right there in the middle. It's the number one thing. Uh, crime, COVID, uh commerce and then corruption and corruption is the most uh, important thing to me 550 5500 that's 550 5500 we have uh, rebecca here in studio she's hanging out this afternoon good afternoon rebecca how are you i'm very good very good um having a lot of fun in here good yeah it is good uh killer keller has never met a government program that he didn't love or endorse he calls them investments which means taxpayer funded big government non-solutions that's exactly right non-solutions Nothing will ever change. Hi, Eddie. What are the COVID medical and religious exemptions, and where can we find more details? I've received those several times. I know you have as well, Rebecca. Would you mind sending those back out to me? Um, so the, uh, not everybody grants them, and if you do get them granted, I believe that they're going to recheck them. There's a, a website that someone had sent me that gives you the uh, COVID, what you can ask. Go ahead and uh, I'll be removed uh, because of religious exemption. If you have that, re-forward it to me. I've got some. I've got 830 text messages right now, folks. I've never had this number of text messages in my life, and our listenership is like I'm going to have to increase it once again. <clears throat> That's how many people are listening right now, and we've had uh, quite a few subscribers who've jumped on at rockoftalk.chat. Uh, we appreciate those people who are paying attention to the uh, the writings and the musings. Uh, I, I always find it funny how. You know, the creative types always say that. Uh, do they all just say that? Uh, you know, uh, the, the you don't say that, of course, but they always say, these are the writings, thoughts, and the musings of 
you know, one. I don't muse, I don't muse. I analyze and research. <laughs> Good. Uh, Eddie, I think you were wrong about a couple of things. It's quite clear that the people of New Mexico are not fed up with the status quo. In fact, they are per- perfectly satisfied with it. That's why we keep voting and back, uh, voting these people back in are unable, unwilling to follow the example of thriving states. Instead, they follow the failed California model. We're fighting back. We've got three wins. Chalk them up, baby. We've got three wins right now. Let's try to be positive. Let's, let's see where we can find out. I don't think I'm wrong. I think people are fed up. You're also wrong if you think Republicans are going to come together. Wow, this guy. Wow. Come on, Dan. I'm going to make Dan a believer. Dan, just Thanks, Captain Bringdown. Well, yeah. <laughs> Way to go, yeah. Mr. Wood Blanket. You're also wrong if you think Republicans are going to come together. They're proving that right now with your campaign. The Republicans in the state are so scared that they're sheep that follow whatever they're told. I've got people who are lying to me right to my face like, hey, Eddie, I'm a supporter. I love your campaign. Hey, you're my best friend. And he was like, dude, uh, do you realize that I literally have been given the gift to see right through your BS? The moment <laughs> <laughs> so this is from Dan, soon to be leaving ABQ and M. So, oh, come on, Dan. Uh, Eddie, that poem is amazing. It sure was early one. Keller's five C's. Candy, soccer. That's corporate candy. Uh, what? Uh, three, what crime? Four, what crime? Five, Sanctuary City. That's uh, that's Keller's Keller's C's. <laughs> I like how this <laughs> is catching on. Do you see that? So right, let me go. Uh, let's see. Uh, Eddie, we start here where we are. The blood of Jesus cover and bless you, your family and your campaign in Albuquerque in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, Antonio. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. You know, I have a button. Somebody gave me a button on Sunday. We had it at the picnic, and it says, Jesus loves Albuquerque. That's where I have that. Right there in my visor, right there. I'm like, you know what? Jesus does love Albuquerque. Look, we brought you, you know, we came and marketed Jesus. Jesus loves Albuquerque. I think that's what we need. We've got to get back to Jesus. Yeah. Uh, anyone donating more than 150 today or tomorrow gets a free bottle of homemade hot sauce. If you donate to Eddie's campaign, I'm not sure if legally we can do that. We can't yeah. provide gifts Be to careful. people. <laughs> <laughs> like the guy who's handing me cash. The, the people are trying to hand me cash at events. I don't write checks or whatever, but here's some cash. I'm like, That'll never happen. Uh, you will never be able to give me any cash ever. Uh, Eddie, 85% empty. Given I see at work every day, I haven't seen anyone there at those tiny homes in weeks. Uh, oh, Eddie, going to vote for you. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, let's see. This is more stuff coming out. Uh, Eddie for ABQ Twitter says, OG, finally, your website has only been without policies page since April. Oh, this is to Manny's page. <laughs> He finally put up a policies page. <laughs> Got around to it. Okay. Three weeks, four weeks before the election. Need help with any other subjects? Here, you can copy my notes. <laughs> SaveABQ.com. <laughs> our, guy, our guys are kind of ruthless. I mean, the, the, the team that's out there making this kind of stuff uh, happen, I got to tell you, they're, they're pretty much ruthless. They don't put up with any crap, and they, they keep tabs on everything. There's a good, uh, you know, I don't know what. 15 people out there making this kind of stuff happen. We thank every single one of those guys for doing what they do. We'll take a quick uh, uh, break back here in a few on AM 1600 KIVA, ABQ.FM, rockoftalk.com. That's rockoftalk.com. Well, it's all
sit around and wait for the phone to ring. Waiting for someone to tell you everything. Sit around and wonder what tomorrow will bring. Maybe a damn Well, it's alright. Even if you say you're wrong, well, it's alright. Sometimes you gotta be strong. Well, it's alright. As long as you got someone to lay well, it's alright. Every day is just my day. Maybe somewhere down the road away. You think of me and wonder where I am these days. Maybe somewhere down the road when somebody plays. Purple haze. Well, it's alright. Even when food comes to show. Well, it's alright. If you got someone to love. Well, it's alright. Want the honesty, affordability, and reliability of a household plumber without the crack? Call Rogers Plumbing and Heating, family-owned and operated since 1973, for all your plumbing needs. Reaching Albuquerque, Baylor, Moriarty, Santa Fe, New Laguna, Pueblo, and anywhere in between. Rogers Plumbing and Heating is not only fast and reliable service, being family-owned and operated since 1973 means they always put their customers first and hold each of their employees to the highest moral, professional, and ethical standards. So when you need a fix without the crack, call Rogers Plumbing and Heating at 243-9703. Hi, this is Mark Minicucci with the Minicucci Insurance Agency. We're privately held and locally owned. We market property and casualty insurance products and risk management services primarily to a variety of companies located within New Mexico and the surrounding states. We are able to meet the needs of a large international company as well as small local businesses. We focus on construction, onshore energy, defense contractors, healthcare, professional liability, and a variety of other industries. Call us today at 883-3683, 883 3683. Hi, I'm Ben Lucero, president and owner of Indigo Mortgage and proud to be a locally owned and operated mortgage company right here in New Mexico. Being local carries many positives for consumers, such as being able to meet face-to-face, you will receive quick response times, and all loans are processed here locally. And you will always talk with the same people from application to funding. All of our employees live here, and all profits from loan origination stay right here in New Mexico. Indigo Mortgage believes in supporting our local economy, and if at all possible, we use local vendors for supplies and technical support. I personally hire and vet all loan officers, and I assure you that your loans will be dealt with both ethically and with knowledge. Indigo Mortgage can offer the best rates and terms available on the market, so contact us today on the net at indigomortgage.net or by calling 836-5700. That's 836-5700. Indigo Mortgage, because nobody cares more about your mortgage loan. NMLS, 188-348. So in alphabetical order, we have candidate Eddie Aragon. He's the owner of a radio station. Make Sugar Hollow Assisted Living a home away from home experience for your loved one. In the historic Albuquerque Country Club neighborhood, Sugar Hollow is beautiful and peaceful with one of Albuquerque's lowest resident to caregiver ratios. Home-cooked meals, activities, medication assistance, 
boutique-style care with a focus on dignity and quality of life. Visit Sugar Hollow by calling 270-0801. Dignity and trusted care. Sugar Hollow, 270-0801. In our increasingly busy world, it is always nice to take a little time to sit down and relax. At Monty's Cigar Shop, we offer everything to help you do just that. There's nothing better than spending time smoking a great premium cigar with family and friends. Monty specializes in artisanal, hand-rolled cigars that make up just 2% of the worldwide cigar market. With over 2,000 different kinds of the absolute best cigars for you to choose from, you are guaranteed to find the perfect fit. Whether you've been smoking cigars for years or you're just starting out, we'll find the right cigar for you. Stop by and see us at 3636 San Mateo in Albuquerque or give us a call at 505-881-7999. That's 505-881-7999. Salon Deluxe and Tan Rio West have partnered together to offer hair, nail, and skin care with our signature Solitone, Lumi Facial, and Lumi Lift, and Brazilian Blowout. And this is Deb Slight from Tan Rio West Life. We specialize in permanent makeup, tattoo removal, Botox, Juvederm, spray tan, and eyelash extensions. You can reach us at 896-0586 at the salon or call Deb at Tan Rio, 994-2390. We're located at the Country Club Plaza in Rio Rancho, New Mexico. Amazing Grace Personal Care Services is companion care at a reasonable rate, including mobile assistance, meal preparation, household services, cognitive assistance, and support services, and more. 505-796-4900. That's 505-796-4900. Oh, I could hide the of the bluebird and she Which one of those guys is still alive? There's one or two of them, right? Oh, we got Dowd. Dowd's on mute. There we go. Go ahead. Uh, uh, Peter uh, Peter Tork passed away in 2019, uh, sad to say. Uh, A lot of people's favorite. Uh, Mickey, of course, Mickey Dolans is still with us. Mm, Uh, He was born a couple years after my folks, so he's mid-70s. Okay. He's still alive. Uh, Mike Nesmith, uh, he is still with us. My Thank God, you. he's going to be—he's going to be 79 years old in December. Jeez, and of course, our know. beloved Davy Jones died in oh. 2012. He was the cutest monkey there. All the girls. <laughs> <laughs> you know, evil speak no evil, hear no evil. I used to love uh, the monkeys. Yeah, uh, everybody loves the monkeys. They could They're... sing. They were—they were for real. You know, yeah, it's good, so. good, good stuff. So. A lot of monkeying around going around the city of Albuquerque, um, but we finally have our verdict on whether or not you need to be vaxxed to get into the International Balloon Fiesta, and uh, that just came out with that today. You do not, uh, but that's not the least of their worries. Uh, I know that we had uh, a news report that just came out. Uh, my friend Mary Martinez, both her and I, uh, you know, talked right up until uh, literally the day before her death. Her and I were getting uh, hit very hard. Uh, directly from uh, Father Vincent Chavez. Uh, Father Vincent Chavez remarked 
in a June 9th letter that uh, this uh, world isn't long enough, uh, essentially, for the world that there's not enough time in this world, essentially, uh, for her to for him to grant her some level of forgiveness and possibly the 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 saddest letter to come out of any diocese uh, diocesan uh, priest uh, archbishop uh, the excuse me the archdiocese of Santa Fe for what they've done um, and they have emboldened him to the nth degree it continues you know more and more each day it's absolutely sickening to me that they allow him to continue to operate uh, him he continues with his slanderous stuff the North Valley Neighborhood Association. Um, he was on that board. He resigned in July. I asked them to go ahead and have a conversation with them. Uh, I wanted to make sure that uh, they uh, they wrote me a long letter today and said that they would not meet with me. And this was after some very slanderous uh, stuff came directly from him uh, uh, towards me from his. <clears throat> he said I was brandishing a gun. You can clearly see when I was on his steps that I did not I didn't did not have a gun. I had a Trump flag. I didn't like his signs that he had on the front of St. Therese. And, uh, you know, he has continued to do the stuff that he's continued to do. So, um, you know, the balloon fiesta, uh, the final uh, thing will, of course, uh, have a bit of a, a layer of sorrow uh, because Mary Martinez and her wonderful uh, husband who served our Albuquerque Police Department force for a number of years. And it was a, a big blow to the community. I'm related to Mary Mar Martinez by way of my grandmother. Um, and, uh, you know, we lost her uh, at a very young time. It's a difficult time for her and her family and what that they have been through, but uh, they did not need that type of slander that came uh, both towards uh, her and me during that time in simply protesting what we didn't like to see on the front of our churches. And uh, that was a lot of that uh, political speak. So they stated that the, I believe that the pilot, and I'm not sure whether or not this is true. I don't know if there was any toxicology reports or anything that was done down, but it's something that we should uh, definitely talk about. It's certainly something that I think, um, Adds more to the fodder. Uh, I certainly feel bad for the rainbow um, uh, balloon rentals, I think is what, what it was. I mean, they're going to have a tough time. So we need to be totally supportive as much as possible for the big win that we got. I hope people turn out in droves. We're going to have we're going to set a world record on October the 6th of this year uh, to go ahead and launch the, the number one. So get on out there and support it as much as possible. Just like we asked you to support the Lobos. Uh, we wanted you to do that, too. You did it. We appreciate you guys uh, doing that. So. Um, you know, Mary, we'll miss you, um, but we'll think of you often when we go and we launch all those balloons for 2021 and for those people who are going to be out there at the park. We'll be back after the top of the hour news right here in the Kiva on AM 1600 KIVA, ABQ.FM, and rockoftalk.com. How much, baby, do you really need? with Tim Berg. President Biden is once again blaming Republicans as the reason why Congress can't get anything done on police reform. The White House releasing a statement where Biden says Republicans won't even consider incremental changes. DHS Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas again testified on Capitol Hill as he was facing sharp criticism from Republicans 
after not being able to tell them how many illegal immigrants are being deported and how many are being left in the United States. Texas Republican Congressman Michael McCall was there for the questioning, asking if the DHS would follow the Supreme Court ruling on the Remain in Mexico policy. I think because it had Trump's name on it, they threw it, uh, you know, just threw it off the desk and rescinded it. And it's really unfortunate. It was a policy that was working. That audio courtesy of Fox News. This is USA Radio News. If cancel culture and censorship continue at their current pace, there will soon be nothing left of the truth. The Epic Times was founded to keep truth alive. We ask the questions we think you'd ask. We check facts without regards to any political agenda. No one tells us what to cover or how to cover it. We're not influenced by big corporations or political parties. Our great passion is to expose the spread of socialism and communism. We cover the Chinese Communist Party and how it works to subvert American education and politics. We cover big issues like election integrity, the exploding national debt, the fight against coronavirus, and the truth about its origins. We cover Democrats and Republicans in exactly the same way. We have a special trial subscription offer right now. One month of our printed paper and total access to our amazing online content for just $1. You'll find it at TrustedNewspaper.com. One month, $1. TrustedNewspaper.com. Help the Epic Times keep truth alive. President Biden says nothing is more urgent than defeating COVID around the world. Biden opening a global COVID summit and saying we've all suffered in the pandemic. The United States has lost more than 670,000 of our fellow Americans. Worldwide, the death toll is above 4.5 million people. Biden calling it an all-hands-on-deck crisis and saying the solution lies in global vaccinations. The search is back on in southwest Florida for Brian Laundrie. He's the fiancé and a person of interest in the Gabby Petito case. Crews are looking for any signs of laundry on the Venice side of Carlton Reserve, a 25,000-acre swampy area in Sarasota County. Laundry hasn't been seen in more than a week after his parents said he went for a hike in the park. Yesterday, the FBI confirmed a body found in Wyoming is that of Petito, and the coroner ruled the 22-year-old's death a homicide. This is USA Radio News. Many people who are vaccinated are getting sick from COVID. Fever is the leading sign of COVID, so everyone needs an accurate thermometer. Exergen Temporal Scanner's accuracy is backed by more than 100 clinical studies. Non-contact devices can miss fevers and give false sense of security. Remember, vaccines may not be enough, and you need an accurate thermometer to stay safe. Exergen.com. Exergen is changing the way the world is Boston gym owners are petitioning against the local COVID-19 mask mandate because it is badly affecting their business more than others. Jess Franikolaski owns the Handlebar Cycling Studio in Boston. She says her business started making strides in July and was starting to get back to normal. However, then the emergence of the Delta variant and now new mask mandates have slashed her numbers again. She also tells Fox News what she believes is killing businesses like hers on the East Coast. Yeah, at this point in time, um, in cities like Boston and D.C., I feel as though it's not the virus and the pandemic that's killing our business, it's the government. Um, so yeah. I just hope that they can listen up and understand that this blanket mandate is not fair and it doesn't apply um, equally to different uh, types of uh, right. uh, industries. Boston gym owners have joined together and started a petition against the mask mandate 
collecting signatures to send to Boston Acting Mayor Kim Janney and Governor Charlie Baker. Texas Governor Greg Abbott is adding another bail reform measure to the special session agenda. The governor announcing on Wednesday that he wants the Texas legislator to approve a constitutional amendment giving judges the power to deny bail under certain circumstances where people are accused of violent, sexual, or trafficking offenses. Voters will have a final say on the ballot reform idea. For USA Radio News, I'm Tim Berg. Who wants to take back this city? Who wants to fight for the 505? We have been left without hope for too long. The last 10 years, your neighbors and friends are out there bragging, wow, Albuquerque sucks, I'm going to leave. No, 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 this is our home. Guess what, I don't talk about that. When I'm traveling, when I'm on a plane, a train, wherever, I'm meeting people, they're from someplace else, I cannot wait to talk about the city that I love, the place where I'm from, and an entire culture and history and food. I cannot stop bragging about the places that I want to tell people to go and what to do. We're proud of our state. We're proud of our city. We're not going to let it get put down anymore by people who want to run their agendas. I realize that the mayor's office can be a dead-end political job. That's perfect for me because I have no political ambitions. I just want to live in a better city. We can't shudder and cower and wait for COVID to shut us down. Or, oh, it's too dangerous outside. I'm not going to go outside. The crime is too bad. We don't know what to think of our city and our state anymore. We can change all that with this campaign. Hey, I'm with the Eddie Aragon campaign. I want to tell you about a guy who's the last generation of Mexico. His parents are here. He loves this place. He came back because he loves it. He talks about five things. He talks about city. He talks about crime. He talks about COVID. If you could shut down in your house, he talks about commerce. He talks about business. And most of all, he talks about corruption. And he's going to make the city a better place. Stand behind me. I will get behind you. Let's take this city back. Thank you all for being here. Albuquerque's macro aggression. Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. I am Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk on AM 1600 rockoftalk.com. Don't forget you can download the app directly at rockoftalk.tv, rockoftalk.com, and watch us on Roku, Amazon, Fire TV, Apple TV. We're also available on SoundCloud, Stitcher, and Spotify. You can uh, find us for both of our apps uh, directly at Android and Apple at rockoftalk.tv, rockoftalk.com. AM 1490 KRSN. I believe that 107.1 is having a little bit of difficulty out there, so we appreciate uh, everybody being patient up in Los Alamos, L.A., as some people refer to it, and then Santa Fe on uh, 1490 KRSN. Here with D. Dowd Muska, the Dowd 3000, hard at work. And uh, after, oh, where we where so do we go? Let's see where we go. Oh, they're they're playing some sort of weird commercial that came out. I forgot to shut it off. Uh, D. Dowd Muska, the Dowd 3000, hour number two here, sir. How are you? Uh, I'm well. I'm still struggling with the the the, uh, the sheriff's press conference a little bit, Eddie. It's kind of like you know you go to an area and you say this is a really bad crime area. Is is that if you're the sheriff, isn't that a little bit like a doctor going into a hospital and walking up to someone <laughs> at their bedside and saying, you know, you're really sick. Well, shouldn't you be doing something about that? I don't. I don't know. Wait, I operated already. How come you're still sick? <laughs> Why are you still sick? I'm going to really focus on your sickness now. Uh, I, I didn't focus enough on it the first time. I'm going to focus on it the second time. What about Mayor Keller? I mean, he did the same exact thing. 
uh, what, what, three years ago, whenever he was uh, running four years well, ago? Well, they couldn't announce the plan, apparently. I've been reading about oh, this. The big, the big okay. plan with all the stakeholders, they couldn't announce it because they've been spending this whole summer, you know, getting everybody on the same page and having mm. a lot of listening sessions. Oh. He, he couldn't have done that as a candidate four years ago. Town hall, right? More town halls, more BS, huh? Boy, uh, he cut off the last uh, town hall 27 minutes early. Don't forget our competitors. Welcome to a live call-in program here on our radio station, AM 1600. Uh, if they like being here at the way at the far end, the right end of the dial, all the way on the AM dial as well, you know, people still make fun of me. Let's not forget that my radio station was attacked. The FM translator, they took it down. They butchered it. Uh, right, Rebecca? Isn't that exactly well, they what did. happened? They yeah. did. And we got them on video, too, but... Uh... I don't know. They looked like they were having a good old time up there tearing up. Oh, the yeah, they were tearing it up, um, you know, having a ball <laughs> on uh, Thanksgiving weekend. Uh, I wonder if the, the sheriff or the mayor ever got to the bottom of that. Hmm. Uh, I don't think so. What they think about free speech. I think, I think, that, I think they'll have the uh, they will arrest the guys who did that tech attack on us the same day they'll address. Uh, they'll arrest the uh, white supremacists. Who oh, attacked yeah. The Indian restaurant the, in Santa yeah, Fe. Yeah. They're, they're waiting for that press conference to get them both together. <laughs> 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 well, they did have four years to focus on crime. They failed. They don't even focus on my crime. But, you know, they, they sure are pretty. They're on uh, mayoral night. So you can watch uh, what I let, uh, started the show with. A uh, picture where's the thousand words, a picture of uh, Mayor uh, um, Tim Keller and uh, then Sheriff uh, Manny Gonzalez. You know, also, you have to really consider whether or not uh, Manny is guilty of a second degree felony in his efforts to potentially uh, defraud the uh, city of Albuquerque in more than $661,000. And that has been proven. So uh, we'll see. We'll see what Tim, uh, Tiny Tim, decides to do with all that stuff. I did get the KOAT official uh, invite uh, to the, uh, and they wanted to know. The thing is, they decided to go ahead and accommodate me, and they they asked specifically, "Have you been vaccinated?" And that that may not you may not be able to be invited to our studio based upon whether or not you're vaccinated. So there you go. Uh, just as uh, sure as I told you it was going to happen, we we're having. We're having a Zoom, a Zoom debate because I am not vaccinated. There you go. Hard to believe. We've covered all the science. We know that this is now a pandemic of the vaccinated, not the unvaccinated. We know of the viral loads, the shots, what's happening. And then we also know that we've had three victories. Uh, one is the Bernalillo County. Uh, they are not uh, mandatory vaccine, mandatory uh, um, masking. Uh, I think they actually are doing mandatory masking still, right? Are they oh, within the yeah, 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 they've yeah. probably got to have to do that. And then the second thing is the city of Albuquerque. You know, they've not had any mandatory vaccine. And then the uh, third of those is no mandatory vaccine there. I guess they're finally coming to the realization that vaccine just doesn't work. <laughs> well, if you keep having to put on your mask in spite of the fact that you're vaxxed, but you're vaxxed for something that happened, you know, for the COVID-19 from 18 months ago, then it's clearly you, no reason to mandate, mandate the uh, vaccination. You'll just have to go ahead and keep yourself safe. So 550-5500, lot to get to here uh, for the remainder uh, of the time. And I do want to get back to the balloon fiesta because things have changed. And remember, politics transcends culture. We are not a group of people who came to the state uh, looking for more restrictions and more regulations. In fact, it was uh, quite the opposite. And I think uh, to that end, you know, with the uh, huge number of launches, a lot of, I hope that we have a much more successful balloon fiesta. And see, I shouldn't be, right? Because I'm the opposition. 
right, Dad? I shouldn't be wishing that things go well, right? If I if I wanted to be a true politician, shouldn't I be like Manny, wishing that the crime stats only go up, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, be mm-hmm. laughing at uh, these incidents. No, I want a better city. So if I want a better city, I'm hoping that this is the most successful balloon fiesta ever. I'm urging you to go out there, to go do what you can, to become a part of the balloon fiesta, uh, to buy tickets, to patronize uh, specifically those small businesses who literally make it into the red based upon their till, uh, the amount of money that they take at the balloon fiesta park. Those are not cheap booth rentals. So whatever money you've been shelling up for the last uh, year and a half, please take it over there and dump it on these people. And if you want to tip big, you know, like a big spender and say, hey, you know what? Don't worry about it. Thanks for staying in business. Thanks for keeping up the fight. Thanks for keeping the doors open. Thanks for continuing to serve your burgers, your burritos, your tacos, you know, your sopapillas, uh, your your turkey drumsticks, whatever it is that you serve out there. Thanks for being here. Thanks for staying here. Thank you for loving this state enough, the city enough to actually keep up the fight and keep fighting all the way through so you can be there. This is what we need. No, I'm not going to be wishing that things are going wrong so that it would benefit me uh, during a, an election year. We need things to get better. And if my ideas are already helping, including changing the tide for the New Mexico United, and you've seen that as well, they're already going to potentially reallocate that money because a lot of that money comes with a lot of strings. In fact, they're already writing about it. They're stating that the new soccer stadium will likely come with community benefit agreement. I don't know what that means. I've never heard of these new. Do they just randomly come up with this type of thing, Dowd? Uh, when you hear this, does this will sound like, you know, more BS kind of coming your way. What What is your thought on that quote unquote community benefit agreement? That, well, th- that- this is what our uh, our city councilor Pat Davis is promising. Uh, I guess the quote is: uh, If the stadium's coming to your neighborhood, the things you want to be sure. The thing is, the sure you want to be sure that the city addresses are things like. Where are they going to park so they don't park in your driveway or in front of your house? So, okay. you know, with Pat Davis on the case, I will, uh, oh. I, I, you know, I leave it in his capable hands. But just one last point about the, the balloon fiesta, Eddie. If you're going to go, and those of us up here who live up here, uh, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll take the fifth when it comes to whether we're rooting for a lot of turnout or not. It's, it's a difficult nine days for those of us who live in the area. Um, masks are required for all indoor events. And masks are also required for, quote, crowded outdoor settings, close quote. No no definition uh, supplied of what's a crowded setting and what's not a crowded setting. But they're also very specific on the types of masks. Uh, your mask has to have at least two layers of breathable material. Uh, it must how do I know? Wait, 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 wait. How do I even, how does one know that, that type of thing? I guess, you know. You just expect it. Is there, is there a, uh, is there a <laughs> inspector who's going to tell us this? Yep, yep. Uh, it must fully cover the nose and the mouth, mm. and it must be secure under the chin. So we're going to get real specific here. Um, it must fit snugly but comfortably mm. against the side of the face. Okay. So we're going to get into the legal description of, of okay. snugly uh, and, and comfortably. And it <laughs> must be secured with ties or ear loops but allow the guest to remain hands-free. Where can I get one of these? <laughs> there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, well, a final word. If you, yes. if you, if you, if you want any uh, jocularity, 
or or fun. I don't even know what that word means. <laughs> uh, uh, that, that word that word literally it, it totally got killed off in 2020 and 2021. <laughs> if you're if you're planning on any kind of costuming up there, I guess people do you know cosplay, balloon cosplay. Uh, costume masks are not considered appropriate, and they are <laughs> prohibited from being worn. Oh, even though they even though they uh, sell them, you know, when I was over at the balloon fiesta last, I always buy my kids those silver masks. That course, have the yeah, skeletons yeah. that fly, you know, they're, they're like 25 bucks. Yep, so they yep. probably can't sell those. And you, well, there you go. I, I hope the police are out in force to go ahead and, and, and BCSO and the APD is out in t- Keller's APD and uh, Manny's BCSO. We got to be out there to police those masks. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. We got to throw people into court. So that's aside your be, differences, boys, and, yeah. and enforce those rules. Yeah, enforce the law there, the law, uh, whatever they. So uh, kind of some crazy stuff that's happening. Uh, and interestingly enough, uh, some other smaller things. Uh, now all of the people who ride the bus in 2022, I don't know, is this just giving away, are we looking for votes at this point with the Albuquerque, uh, city of Albuquerque uh, from Mayor Keller? Like it, It's like stadiums. Oh, we're not going to enforce uh, you know any of the vaccine. And oh, oh, by the way, everybody can ride the uh, CABQ transit system for free in 2022. I believe that uh, this is Tim Keller's way of uh, buying votes, Dowd. What do you think? Yeah, and actually this is something that, that, that uh, well, you want to get back to t- uh, Pat Davis, but I believe Lan Senna is behind this uh, as oh, yeah. well. Um, the, appointed, the appointed city councilor who's up this year, by the way. So right. This will be her first election. Uh, it, it's very interesting how, the, not just from the city standpoint, but from the state legislative standpoint, we were very uh, focused on making sure that an Asian, that making history that an Asian was the one who was selected. Does Land feel in any way that she uh, is sort of the token Asian going in uh, the same way? I mean, honestly, I think that that's a, a, fair, a fair thing. What capability does she have in terms of being a city councilor? Will she prevail? Was this only something to go ahead and, you know, diversify the city council? Is this somebody who truly represents? Uh, these are real questions. You know, I mean, a lot of people, you know, this is one of the reasons why I'm dead set against affirmative action have always been is a lot of people want to be known for their work, their merits, their their mental might, if you will. Uh, they don't want to be chosen because they want to make history. And I think, you know, the Democrat Party has certainly done a, a, a pretty interesting job of selecting those candidates and appointing those people so that they can make that history down. Yeah, and, and I, you know, the, I guess the good news is that this uh, appointee is actually facing one candidate in, in this race. Uh, the other Louis Sanchez uh, is running against oh, yeah, right. Ms. Senna. Uh, of course, you know, we, we, we talk about my dear friend Louis Sanchez running for governor. Uh, Land's opponent is a proud father and grandfather who has lived all 56 years of his life in District 1 on Albuquerque's mm. west side. Oh, uh, he attended Lava Land Elementary. Uh, John oh, Adams. I haven't heard of Lava Land in forever. Oh, my gosh. I used to be somebody said his kids. John Adams Middle School, and I went on to graduate from West Mesa High School. Uh, I don't, hey, he's, he's, my, he's my people. <laughs> I don't do endorsements, but. Yeah, John Adams, too. If you're a voter, ladies and gentlemen, in that district, I think you probably want to take a look at Mr. Sanchez, because I think yeah. uh, odds are he's probably going to represent you better than Ms. Senna. Yeah, so uh, free bus fares uh, coming. I don't think that that's good. And they're not just looking for uh, free bus fares, but ridership has been down tremendously. We spent $130 million on this, but they also want to, in addition, despite the lack of ridership and people were on or utilizing not just the ART, but the uh, 
the uh, general CABQ transit system. They also want to expand the number of routes as well. Am I am I understanding this right? Yeah, when you when you have fewer people uh, buying your product, you want to supply more of that product. That that's how <laughs> yes. uh, that's how it works in in, in, in government. Yeah. And you know the sad thing is, you know in a weird in a weird way from a from a researcher's point of view, Eddie. Only 7% of the Albuquerque bus system is paid for by riders. So in a weird way, it's almost like now with this pilot program, we're not even pretending that people pay their way anymore. Oh. Let's just call it what it is, a straight-up subsidy. Yeah, and it's uh, buying votes is what it is. 550-5500, call you in the Kiva. Go ahead. And this is Miss Stephanie, Eddie. All right, go ahead. I knew your commerce thing was going to come right about now. we got to get you to your, five, yes. what, your 530. This is not helping commerce. Uh, you know, trucking people up and down for free in the uh, Albuquerque transit system. But Stephanie, during our you know first what? hour, I wasn't stated, aware. What's that? I, I, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No. I was going to say, I wasn't aware that they could ride for free in 2022. I didn't know he was campaigning that. Yeah, that just came out. yeah it's crazy, you know, because we remember we were selling the uh, taxpayers here in the city of Albuquerque, this is going to, everyone's going to ride the bus and this is going to make a lot of money. And uh, because it's going to make a lot of money, we should be for the Albuquerque rapid, rapid transit. We're going to make back our 130 million. And literally within a year and a half of its operation, they're giving away the tickets just so you can ride it. Think about that. You mean like the railroader? <laughs> like the what? The railroader? Sorry. Yeah. yeah, I call it the railroader, not the. <laughs> okay. Excellent, right. excellent young You're lady. Smart. smart, smart lady. All right, go ahead. Your poem for commerce. Okay. And at a slower pace, enemies who can tell, lying in wait, an opponent to destroy. But Eddie, a rat can smell. So a plot they ploy, Eddie, to avoid. On city, COVID, crime, corruption, and commerce. It's where Eddie will spend his time, for this is his promise. Five C's has Eddie to make a mark on this fair city. Eddie is ready, as Albuquerque is in the dark. They tried their skills, but many businesses have closed, so now they must be still and their failures exposed. Closures are harmful for community and individuals, so let us not marvel and stand against these liberals. Increased crime. Rising homelessness, higher poverty rates, and businesses fleeing gives one a sense of hopelessness. Commerce we must improve, and businesses stop from leaving. And now our kids may not be educated. To all this, a new vision Albuquerque needs. So let's all take a stand and be dedicated so to Eddie, Tim Keller must concede. To ensure we, the people, do not miss the good old days. Let's put a stop to this evil without a moment's delay. No more hanging or chilling out for commerce to improve. Get out the word and shout that current leaders we must remove. Be not an offender is this song you might remember. Smiling faces, smiling faces, sometimes they lie. They don't tell the truth. Be a part and make a difference in this fight for 505. With clarity and emphasis, reiterate, Eddie Aragon is our city's leader we prefer. There we go. All right, Stephanie. That's beautiful. Make sure you text that uh, in to me. That's just absolutely beautiful. Thanks for all your work. And uh, we'll be hearing her next poem uh, come once again. Go ahead. I did email it. 
Oh, you did? Okay. Recently, since I last call, I emailed it. I didn't text it, but I did shoot you an email on it. Just let me know you got it. If you didn't, I'll resend. Okay, sounds good. Thank you so much. All right, uh, good stuff. I got so many emails and so many text messages, and you know, I need a full-time message manager, guys. I think that's the way that I need to go. All right, uh, let's see. Eddie, so let's get this right. Free bus rides for addicts and homeless up and down Central. Yeah, great plan. Way to go, Tim Keller. Uh, let's see what else we have. Eddie, I think you just running for mayor, already making the 505 even better, getting these people to answer up. The Democrat Party is running scared. Um, this is really interesting. Eddie, they don't want to stand next to you on stage. That's why they are making sure. Well, you know, I am 6'4", 300 pounds. So if I'm 6'4", 300 pounds, I'm not, like, unfit or anything. I'm not like I'm a fat. Although Pete Tanelli did sort of call me fat. <laughs> Yeah, he did. And, and Hitler. Don't forget Hitler. Oh, Hitler. Fat Hitler. Was I fat Hitler? Pete Nelly, the guy who got 28%. <laughs> Hitler uh, was a short little dude, though, wasn't he? Uh, Eddie, while many of your <laughs> listeners tune in to hear your solutions to the increasing numbers of problems facing our city, some of us tune in for the poetry, which is absolutely beautiful. Thank you for having her on. Yes. We need to be inspired, right? It can't be fear all the time. We're going to crack down on this. Yeah, all of a sudden. Haitian stations are the next rage, just like Miami. Oh, do they have? Uh, I don't even know that. Wow, that's really something. Great news, Eddie. We're receiving your 1600 AM signal here in Pagosa Springs. Wow, beautiful Pagosa Springs. That's uh, great. So see, remember and agree, Eddie, with this logic. The protected need to be protected from the unprotected by forcing the unprotected to use <laughs> protection that didn't protect the protected. <laughs> I'm confused. <laughs> Well, that's that's the whole intent. You know, but the thing is, it's perfect logic. Let me let me say it again. Remember and agree with this logic, Eddie. The protected need to be protected from the unprotected by forcing the unprotected to use the protection that didn't protect the protected. <laughs> it's so beautiful. Uh, these poor people. Oh, wow. Uh, I don't know what to say about that. Hi, Eddie. I uh, just wanted you to thank you for everything that you're doing for the city. I think I think we are actually doing quite a bit for the city. You know, the protests that we went to, obviously, on, on Saturday, that was awesome. changing the conversation, forcing these people to actually confront. You know, I'll tell you what really did it is the 3,305 people who put us on the ballot and who are anticipating. They already know what I'm going to say. And I can tell you that it's very likely that my competitors, remember, they don't say my name on um, the other, the uh, big stick on KKOB. I guarantee they're going to feed Manny the questions. They're going to feed Tim Keller the questions. There's zero doubt in my mind. I mean, we all know what happened with CNN. Uh, I don't trust Bob Clark any uh, any more than I have ever seen him. I've never seen him uh, in person. So I'm totally waiting for this, and I uh, can't wait for this all to go down. So, you know, um, I'm ready for this. Whatever happens, come. You know, the last debate that I was in, I wasn't even prepared. I had no idea what they were going to talk about. But I, these are things that I read about and talk about, and you know, go every day. So, uh, Eddie. I just want to thank you for everything that you're doing in the city. The speed in which you have been able to do all this is absolutely mind-blowing. And I'm grateful for all your tireless work. We're grateful. Truly, to God goes all the glory. Yes, there you go. To God goes all the glory. Jesus loves Albuquerque. Please allow me also to give a huge shout-out to all those who have been doing a tremendous work to help you accomplish this. Thank you. Yes, it's you, the listeners, the supporters, the volunteers, the advertisers, Dowd, Rudy. Rudy will be back. And so many others that I'm sure we don't know about that are behind the scenes. That's exactly right. 
you know, honestly, the brains of the operation isn't just me. These are people who are behind me. And since Rebecca is there with you today, I especially want to give a shout out. Uh, and thank you to the Liberty ladies, Rebecca and Natalie, who have been right there by your side from the very beginning, doing everything they can to make this happen for you. Thank and you. for us, absolutely. These ladies are amazing, and in particular, I'm so grateful. God bless all of you. Hi, Eddie, where can I mail you a mayoral contribution? And good luck. I hope you win. Yay. Okay, so i got to get back to that. Uh, I don't know how to pin a tweet, but I've recently learned how to pin a tweet. That's, did you know that you could do that? You could pin six tweets? No, I didn't yeah, know that. Yeah, yeah, that's very oh, neat. That's good for me for that organization. I like the September 19th photo on Liberty Ladies Facebook showing the unfair state protesters with the God Loves You billboard up above. Oh, that's the Billy Graham. Right. Billy, Billy Graham is coming the 28th. Uh, Billy Graham. Oh, Billy Graham Jr., by the way. Junior. Junior. I've seen the real thing in the 80s. I've, I've, I've really? been in, in the room with the man himself. What's your? This comes from the 574 area code. I don't know that I know that uh, 574 area code. Is that the 574 area code? What is that? That is in North Central Indiana. Huh. That's interesting. I don't even know anybody in Indiana. I can't. Remember. Oh, you know, is that in, in South Bend? Uh, it's kind of North Central part of the state. That looks South Bend. Yeah, yeah South Bend. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. 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 It asked me what my favorite book is. Uh, anything by Robert Greene. I was just reading Power earlier today. Um, I read that all the time. I read the same books over and over again. I have all the books uh, here in the studio. But the the books that I I often read are War, um, the Forty Eight uh, Laws of, of Power. Uh, I read that a lot. Um, Rebecca, I think, is probably using that right now to to boost her book. But I have everything that I need right on the Kindle, and I do a lot of the um, ten minute books that come. That's an interesting question. Nobody's ever asked me what my favorite book is. Uh, it's called Blinks, and these are the uh, the. Yeah, Franklin Graham. His name is Franklin. Oh, right, Franklin. Uh, the Code of the Extraordinary Mind is the uh, one of the books that I looked at uh, this morning. Uh, also, Post Corona. That's in economics. Uh, you, and, and a lot of that stuff, that the, a lot of the stuff that they're peddling there is filth. I will tell you. There's like I'd probably say was it, would you say four fifths? Dowd, you had a book and you were looking at Whitefish this weekend. You were onto a book, <laughs> um, and it was right by your side. I don't recall the name, but it did make an impression on me. I, I'm sorry, I'm so jumbled with all the information I'm getting now. But what are you currently reading? Uh, actually, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm right. I'm reading a book right now called "War on the Border: The Fight Between General Pershing and Pancho Villa." Because I'm planning a trip down to Columbus, New Mexico, to see oh, okay. the historical sites down there. But this weekend, Eddie, I read a uh, I read a book that uh, when I was doing the, the intense dog care. Uh, her legal owner is of Polish descent. She has a lot of books related to, to Polish history, mm-hmm. and I happen to be reading a book about. Eddie, the Soviet Union was so evil, you can read a book about the Soviet massacre of thousands of, of Poland's elite, uh, all the people who were serving in the officer reserve corps in Poland at the start of World War II. They were gunned down by the Soviets. This book has you rooting for Nazis. Now, let me explain myself. The Germans during the war were trying to get the truth out about the fact that the Soviets who were their allies at the beginning of the war, and then, of course, Germany switched on the Soviet Union and invaded in 1941. Stalin and Hitler were buddies at the start of the war. They carved up Poland, and they said, well, you'll take this part of Poland, and you take that part. The Soviets massacred as many as 15,000 of the, the intellectuals, the elite in the society who served as reserve officers and kind of the National Guard for Poland. 15,000 mostly men, but some women, doctors, scientists, 
intellectuals, they butchered these people. And the Germans tried to tell the world what happened once they took over this, this grave site and said, boy, the Soviets, you know, tr obviously trying to give bad press, bad press to the Soviet Union. And the German Nazi government in this book, the Soviet Union is so evil, not directly, not consciously, as you read the book, as Germany tries to get the truth out about this, you are unknowingly rooting for the Nazi government. The Soviet Union was so evil, there's a book you can read that will have you rooting for some of the most evil people on earth, the Nazis, because the Soviets were even worse. Uh, it's called the Katyn Forest Massacre, and I encourage anyone who's interested in history to read up on the Katyn Forest Massacre and what the, what the Soviet Union did and how the American government for decades covered this up because FDR was buddy buddy with Stalin. Um, and anyone who's uh, a descendant of Polish, uh, you know, a descendant of Polish people, and I, I have a little bit of Polish blood in my Eastern European blood, um, you need to know the truth about what was done to these good men and women in Poland by our good ally during World War II. So that's how I know it's a tangent, but I, I, that's how I spent much of my weekend, Eddie, re reading books about horrific genocidal massacres. But uh, the Germans aren't responsible for everything in World War II. The Soviet Union did a lot of evil too. So who killed more people? Was it uh, was it Stalin? Was it was it uh, Chairman Mao or was it Adolf Hitler? If you had to compare the three, and I'm, I'm sure you know the answer to this. I wonder if our audience does uh, as well. Who yeah, I mean, it's Mao. Nobody nobody can touch Mao in terms of total numbers. I mean, the, the estimates are even higher than 50 million, maybe. I mean, even Stalin and Hitler couldn't do that. But pound for pound, I still put my my chips on. Pol Pot in Cambodia, he wiped out almost a third of his country's people. Uh, it was only like two or three million people. But in terms of the people he had under his control, first ballot Hall of Fame nominee Pol Pot <laughs> in Cambodia, the, the leader of the Khmer Rouge, trained in Paris by mm -hmm. French communists. We, we know nothing good comes from France. There we go. Wow. That's uh, unbelievable. Good stuff, Doug. Uh, I think Stalin uh, killed 50 million people. I think it's been estimated that Mao killed uh, pretty close to 100 million people, possibly no more. No way to track that. Oh, I will never know the real number. No, we never will know the real number. 534 here in the Kiva. Donate uh, at fightfor505.com. Join the fight.
2020 has impacted so many things, one of which is how we live in our home, how we work from home, do school from home, even how we have meals, social connecting, and enjoying entertainment in our home. This is Tracy Venturi of Venturi Realty Group of Keller Williams Realty. Every year, 10% of homeowners sell their home. For 2021, it's estimated that the number will be even higher. For many, the plan to move in the past year was derailed or postponed, and many more have recognized the need for a different home for how they live now. You may not be ready to sell your home yet, but at some point, you're curious about how much your home is worth. Don't trust an automated online estimate to know the value of what is most likely your most important asset, especially in today's fast-moving market. Call us, the number one Keller Williams real estate group in New Mexico, your neighborhood expert. And when you do decide to sell, don't leave money on the table. You can choose the number one real estate team that will get you premium marketing and maximum value. Call today, 448-8888, or visit us online at welcomehomeabq.com. No matter where your journey starts, it will end at Ann Matthews Bridal, where you will get to say yes to the dress. The Ann Matthews selection from nine top designers, including the Disney collection, to 18 different lines, brings the shopping experience of New York and Dallas right here to Albuquerque. Call 890-3736 for your own personal shopping experience. Ann Matthews Bridal, 890-3736. Located across the street from Coronado Center at 6121 Manal Boulevard. Sun's up, and we're in the kitchen at Sunnyside Up. Two sides of turkey, sausage, side of over medium eggs, and whole wheat toast. If Sunnyside Up did that in six seconds, imagine what Sunnyside Up will do for you and your friends. Sunnyside Up, Manala, Louisiana, next to the Sheraton. Auto thieves make stealing your vehicle a priority. We make preventing your vehicle from being stolen ours. RevelcoNM.com. 505-550-4994. 505-550-4994. Looking for a full-service landscaping company that can design, build, and maintain your landscape? True West Landscape is the company for you. Whether you are a property manager or homeowner looking for that quality weekly service, True West is here to help. Contact the True West team of professionals today so we can show you our quality service options at 505-395-7770, 505-395-7770, or visit online at truewestgroup.com. When it comes to vehicle maintenance and repair, you want a place where you can be sure you're going to get reliable, honest, and quality service. A place where a credentialed automotive expert will work on your vehicle and explain exactly what needs to be done and at a fair and honest price. And so important, where you won't be charged for parts and unnecessary service you may not even need. Now, where's this place? 
JJ's Premier Tire and Service, a one-stop shop for all your auto needs. Alignments, oil changes, brakes, computerized diagnostics, tune-ups, suspension, air conditioning, and more. And JJ's, the tire dealer for all major brands, including Michelin, Firestone, and Goodyear. Hi, I'm JJ, and we've built our reputation on honest, fair-priced auto repair. We promise you excellent auto service, and we treat our customers the way we want to be treated. Trust JJ's Premier Tire and Service on San Antonio, just west of Wyoming. Call 821-5771. Hi, this is Ava, and I love sitting on the Monroe's patio just enjoying some chips and salsa. And I'm Stella. I love the fresh air. And enchiladas and tacos. Hey, Grandpa, what about the fresh air? Ooh, and some red or green chili with a cool beverage. And the fresh air? Oh, Grandpa, this is the best meal. It is delicious. Hey, guys, what about the fresh air? And what, what about, about the, the fresh, fresh air? air? We are going to Monroe's in the Heights and downtown. Directions at chili.theplaceilike.com. Yeah, but nobody searches. Nobody cares somehow. For the loving that you wasted. And to see what you've done to my heart and soul. Five forty-one here in the Kiva. Some of the best music ever. Damn, that music is good. Interpol there, and uh, that is slow hands. Uh, a little bit of that. Uh, literally, you could you could keep them on forever and never shut them off. It's it's that it's that good. Truly, uh, that music is just uh, amazing. Interpol is the group. Uh, they lost their bassist, and uh, the bassist is this guy Juan Carlos from New York City, and. He's the guy who you're hearing on that bass. You haven't heard a, a bass that good from since uh, the uh, suicidal tendencies possessed, where you hear the single note, you know, bass, and then you hear the slow hands, and it's kind of like the same thing. But uh, there you go, some uh, some good stuff there uh, in the Kiva. We've got uh, D Dowd Muska as well as uh, Rebecca uh, here in the Kiva. You guys like those musical selections here this afternoon? I'm I'm sure that good you, stuff. Good yeah, stuff. You're, yeah. You're, you're both have there. a good beat. It has a good beat. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I think you're kind of moving to it. Has <laughs> yeah. a good beat, and uh, you can dance to it. You can dance uh, to it. <laughs> yeah. All right. So um, we've got a lot of other things uh, to, to get to, including uh, here in the city of Albuquerque. The final numbers uh, that came in from the state fairs uh, final weekend were low, but they are, are trying to sell it that, I guess, and, and this is it free admission, free admission for teachers, all that. It wasn't enough to drive those numbers up, uh, Dowd. Um, the till is way off from the uh, state of New Mexico State Fair. Not a banner year uh, coming out of uh, COVID-19. I think they expected something far better. But uh, let's just say the state of New Mexico did it to themselves. The restrictions, the vaccine, the checking, 
Uh, and this is what we don't want to happen to the balloon fiesta. Let's not forget the amount of money that comes in to the balloon fiesta. I think pretty close to what 180 million yeah, with the yeah. spillover. Um, I, are all the hotel rooms sold out yet? I think that's something that we've got to keep our eye on. We have to keep a, an eye on what's happening in the you know downtown um, uh, area if people are preparing. Have they cleaned up the homeless yet? Uh, have they you know shored up? Well, yeah, you got to push them somewhere. That's exactly what they're going to go ahead and do. But what are the final numbers on the state fair? Was it uh, was it as bad as we thought it was down? Well, I think what struck me is this comment by the the state. Uh, it's not the state fair; it's the Expo New Mexico oh, uh, sorry. director. Um, one of the reasons he said it wasn't didn't really live up to its uh, its billing this year was it was the heat. It was a little hot. Oh, yeah, 11 days of above 90 degrees. That's what it was. You're right. Yeah, yeah. And of it course, wasn't restrictions. You're right. People go out in the evening when there's more events and it's and it's cooler mm. and it's beautiful. I've been out walking every night for weeks, and, and uh, it was only the heat. And uh, Mr. Morning said, I think people had to – and this is coming up uh, – wait for this, ladies and gentlemen. Wait for it. It's a poor choice of words. I think people had to re-educate themselves oh. on uh, how to be in a mass gathering like a state fair. The um, re-education. I'm thinking Harry Dean Stanton in Red Dawn at the re-education camp. Uh, you know, that, that's a poor uh, – that movie actually filmed in uh, Las Vegas, New Mexico for you uh, film buffs out there. You don't want yeah, to use the that, word re-educate. Oh, One of my favorite climate. movies ever. Oh, it's awesome, yeah. But anyway, he's trying to make excuses, uh, and then he, but he's saying, oh, there weren't as many people, but their spending uh, was up. But Eddie, I think, you know, I don't like to take these leaps when I lawyers say assuming facts, not in evidence – uh, I think the non-vax passport mandate for the balloon fiesta is maybe a direct consequence of the numbers they saw at the exactly. state fair. Yeah, that's the point that I would make uh, out of this, and I think anybody else would. They do not want what happened to the state fair to happen uh, directly to the balloon fiesta. We need that money. We need the revenue. Um, at this point, I don't know that tourism is going to be the third largest driver. We heard <laughs> for the state's economy. We heard last week, I think it was interesting, now, people uh, who are now going to skip over New Mexico entirely and go to places like Sedona, Arizona, yep. or go to Utah, or go to other places just based upon those restrictions. So, I mean, you can't just expect that the money is going to continue to come in from the federal government. You have this record windfall revenue that comes in, and you did nothing to earn it. That's only going to uh, further exacerbate the behavioral issues that come from the Democrat Party. They think that they can lean into the wind on this and, and come out looking successful. And, you know, if the news media wants to be complicit in the lie that's going out there, that's their problem. Here in this radio station, in this news media organization, we are going to tell the truth and we're going to let you know that this was a failure of epic proportions uh, for the State Fair of New Mexico. It was uh, not like the uh, State Fair of your. And here's the other thing to consider, especially when it comes to concerts. Remember, these people schedule on an annualized basis. So if you fail to schedule two years in a row, or concerts or other events. See, we know 4-H. I don't know that 4-H ever returns to the state fairgrounds after this year. Between the immigration not. stuff, well, I, I kind of do too. I kind of do too, but as the mayor of the city of Albuquerque, and by the way, my uh, competitors are welcome to equal time during uh, uh, this time here in the Kiva. I always want to make sure that they are aware of that, who are on the ballot. I don't know that at this point, Dowd, that, that I don't think it would help our behavioral issues uh, by all of a sudden saying that we want, I mean, we don't want the state fair. We don't want the 4-H. We know that we don't want the gun shows. We know we want any of these things that have anything to do with, you know, Americana, right-wing politics, or 
anything having to do with the, the, the Constitution. We just don't want this stuff. Like, Trump this voters! Is, Trump voters! Right. I think, <laughs> I think maybe that's what they see it as. Uh, I don't know why they see it as that. I'm sure there's plenty of Democrats uh, uh, who are into 4-H. I'm sure there's plenty of Democrats who are into the Second Amendment. Uh, you know, I just don't know who they are because they're not friends of mine necessarily. Um, but, you know, this is not good, I think, going forward for, for future planning. I think they're going to continue to create more excuses. I think this is the impact of this. Uh, these policies are going to be on the books probably for the next eight to 10 years, unless something drastic like electing me or mayor, I think, is, is going to work. And I don't see that as a, uh, a drastic measure. I see that. I misspoke. I see that more as a commonsensical measure. You know, do the right thing for your city. Find a guy who wants to go ahead and reopen the, the city of Albuquerque and keep things open. I think that that's, uh, that, that's important. But I think this is going to be an excuse uh, uh, should either of my competitors uh, get reelected. We continue to be a, a blue state through 2026 because that's what happens if you don't win a Republican for mayor in 2022, Dad. I think you're right. And I think, you know, Eddie, you're... you're <laughs> I think there's an opening for mayoral candidates, even maybe gubernatorial candidates who have these kind of administrative functions where they kind of speak for the tourism department and they run convention right. centers and things like that. I, I think there's an opening if you're on the right or on your left or you don't care about politics or ideology. I think this sickness, the people just wanting to be – it's yeah. compelling people, the politicization of every little thing, sports and, and event spaces, and it's just nonsense. And I think it would be very yeah. smart, no matter what candidate, what office you're running for, to say, we're not going to have any of that nonsense in my administration. Yeah. yeah Rebecca, you want to say something? Well, yeah, what I was going to say is to participate in a balloon fiesta or something like that mm -hmm. takes an enormous amount of planning. You plan months in advance for something like that, sure. especially if you own a balloon and, and you plan these trips. And some most of these people are coming from a long ways away. And it's like, this is two years in a row now. Right. And just, just what, just over the past couple of days, they finally decided, oh, well, yeah, we're not going to require, you know, vaccine passports and all this other nonsense. So you raise a good point. The, yeah. the, and I think that the what points well taken, especially with you, Dad, is, you know, people and you're a planner, I'm a planner. So, you know that you can forecast, it's not enough leeway or not enough time. So it's very likely that the hotels are not going to be sold out at this point. It's very likely that the, um, you know, the, the campgrounds where they have the trailers probably aren't going to be up to capacity. It's going to take us going there and actually telling the truth and evaluating what's really there to see what the truth is, because we know what we're going to be sold by the media. We know we're going to be sold by the government. They're going to put lipstick on the pig and say, hey, here you go. Look, we did it. But we did it in New Mexico, and we know they did it. Well, you know, and, and the, the real, you know, rubber meets the road when we look at these revenues and we say, you know what, I just can't keep myself sustainable. You know, we looked at the job numbers last week, 915,000 versus, uh, I think on Monday too, we looked at 853,000. That's a loss literally of, uh, epic proportions. Arizona is gaining all those jobs. Utah is gaining those jobs. One of nine states, as you put it right down, one of yep. nine states that, that continue to grow. And New Mexico was one of the 40 states, 41 states who declined during that time. And I think now you're going to see that reflective as far as events as well. Not going to be good. So another got, thing I was going to point out is <laughs> people, when they do these annual events, often they establish a tradition of this is what we do every year sure, at this go. time. And it's like, so with all this going on, they may be establishing a new tradition and they won't be coming back to Albuquerque. Find other festivals in exactly. different places. Just yeah. like the 4-H kids, they may be going to Roswell from now on. Then they'll welcome them. 550, yeah. 50, 500, call you in the Kiva. Go ahead. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. I didn't go to the fair either because it was 
so hot, just nasty out. He <laughs> <laughs> you know? was probably out at our protest. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, it was it was hotter at the protest than it was at the fair. I'll tell you that. For sure. yeah. What's going on, Chris? How are you? I'm doing well. How are you guys doing? Good, good. What's going you know, on? You know, the, the, all of this. I mean, when it comes to financial stuff, um, both the mayor and the governor are disasters at making financial decisions for this state. Point in case that when it comes to you becoming the new mayor of the city um, or city manager, whatever you want to call it, that's fine. Um, you look at there are people fifty two of the fifty two percent of the businesses went under, right, or around that number. We're guessing or close to it, and um, she is directly the cause of that. Um, yep. And she's the one that pushed these people out. So here's the thing. I know that there are some of those business owners voted for her and voted for Keller and, yep. and her patrons did and her friends did. Now's the time to look at the situation, especially economically and say, you know what? She is making disastrous decisions. And so was the mayor for this city and this state. And now you have a chance to change it. You made a mistake by putting them in office. Now it's time to remove them. And that, and it plays in hand in case with, with the, with the state fair as well. I mean, it, you're masking up and vaxxing up and forcing people to come outdoors and doing that. I mean, no one, I mean, for me, I didn't go because of that reason, because I'm not masking, I'm not vaxxing. But, um, you know, the temperature in and of itself was certainly not the issue. Come on, guys. Yeah, I, I don't think anybody would agree with that rationale, but they'll put that information out and stupid people will eat that stuff up. But I think the majority right now are not stupid. They're just like you and I, Chris. They know, they know what's up at this point. And they aren't going to put put up with this uh, crap anymore, which is why they're going to vote for me uh, for mayor. They're going to turn out in force, and they're going to say, "We're sick of the Democrats. We're sick of it. Sick of Democrat Manny Gonzalez. We're sick of Democrat Tim Keller. We want these guys." We, I, I mean, at this point, you know, both of those guys should absolutely lose their jobs, given what they've done. And I think the worst thing that they've done is not even something that has gone on the record for. But that's for supporting a tyrant like Michelle Lujan Grisham, who shut down this state. I think the most egregious yep. thing is not fighting back against her. Uh, this entire time, you know, we've been sort of left, you know, fed to the wolves, I, I, unfortunately, uh, during this time to, to fend for ourselves. And, you know, we found some leadership, you know, I'm part of that. And I think a lot of other people are part of that as well. Certainly our patriots are. So, you know, I think, uh, you know, this election 42 days uh, from now looks pretty good for us. And uh, don't forget for those people out there, you need to early vote, go to fight for 505.com, you know, jump on board there. But uh, I, I, I'm, I'm optimistic, Chris. I'm optimistic that people right. are going to fight back because you know what, you know what people will say it's a uh, wishful thinking, but I talk to people daily and I don't know. I don't talk to anybody who likes either of the candidates that I'm against or Michelle Lujan Grisham and what's what their life has become over these past four years. Absolutely. And if you want, if you want hope and you want a new future and a hope in that future, it is not with what's in office right now, guys. Yeah. And that's why, that's why your message is, you're on point. You're clear. And like I told you before, the people that don't like you, the reason they don't like you is because you're honest. And the way we have in office right now is dishonesty. Mm-hmm. And not only that, how, how anybody can support the fact that you're going to close the city down, the state down, and you, you cut and lost families of their jobs and their businesses, how you support that today is beyond my comprehension. Yep. I'm with you, Chris. Uh, has that uh, hotel sold yet? Uh, I know maybe they want a, a hotel, Motel 76. Is that sold what yet? I, what I heard is, this is what I heard. I don't know all the truth behind it, but I heard that the city is, has, has put money into it and is buying oh, it. The guy that owns it, and that, that scares go. me because... No, that's even next. worse. Yeah, that's probably going to be another place where they're going to try to 
stick a homeless encampment, and I don't think that that's, that's the right thing. Right in the center of town, where I twenty five and I forty cross. Boy, that's uh, yeah. That's and right smart. and right across from Gallus Chevrolet. How about that? That's uh, wonderful for them. Uh, it doesn't make any <laughs> sense uh, whatsoever. So there you go. All right, Chris, uh, thanks for calling in. Uh, 550-5500. That's 550-5500. We're going to hit the top of the hour. Fox News here in the Kiva on AM 1600 KIVA, com. Don't forget, you guys can go ahead and uh, sign up to support me uh, directly at fightfor505.com. That's fightfor505.com. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. some adventure? Then explore our new array of Lear's superior camper shells and tonneau covers at Smith's Ultimate Linings. Fiberglass base rails, trimless edges, DuPont automotive finish. Enjoy the safety and superior advantages Lear offers. We'll even take $100 off with the purchase of a shell and liner. Visit our website at smithsultimate.com or call us at 505-332-1403 to begin your journey today with Smith's Ultimate Linings. Hi, I'm Kevin with Futons and Frames. We've been doing business in Albuquerque for over 30 years. We have the largest selection of futon frames in the state. Our futons are made right here in the USA. So if quality, service, and knowledge of product matter to you, then come on down to 4311 Manal or call us at 881-6863. Want the honesty, affordability, and reliability of a household plumber without the crack? Call Rogers Plumbing and Heating, family-owned and operated since 1973, for all your plumbing needs. Reaching Albuquerque, Baylor, Moriarty, Santa Fe, New Laguna, Pueblo, and anywhere in between. Rogers Plumbing and Heating is not only fast and reliable service, being family-owned and operated since 1973 means they always put their customers first and hold each of their employees to the highest moral, professional, and ethical standards. So when you need a fix without the crack, call Rogers Plumbing and Heating at 243-9703. Do you believe the U.S. can run trillion-dollar deficits forever without consequence? Do you believe our politicians have any incentive to rein in spending? Do you believe the stock and bond markets are on solid ground? If you don't, and if you believe something's wrong, but you also believe there will be an opportunity as things change, then call Greg Zanetti at Zanetti Financial. He's been helping people with their investments since 1986. He sees the investment world through a clear lens. He gets it. No annuities, no insurance, no investor profiles. The goal is to make you money. Call Greg today at 250-3754 or visit him at ZanettiFinancial.com. 
Don't get caught unprepared to defend yourself. I'm Keith Cope with VigilantFirearms.com. We provide cough, safe, and effective training for concealed carry or any other gun training classes. VigilantFirearms.com, 312-0065. 312-0065. Chris Napier here with Loan Depot the mortgage guy. As you look for the best ways to provide and protect for your family, the structure of your loans is critical. Your mortgage payment and its terms could be behind the curve. Let's ensure that when you're buying or refinancing your home, you have the best total cost. Call me at 505-710-2499 and MLS number 330093. This is The Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIVA Albuquerque. At the end of the month, Senate Minority Leader from Kentucky, Mitch McConnell, says because Democrats are in power, they must raise the debt ceiling alone without any help from Republicans in Congress. This is a totally Democratic government. They have an obligation to raise the debt ceiling, and they will do it. Fed Reserve Chairman Jerome Powell says monetary policy will support the economy until the recovery from the COVID-19 pandemic is complete. The head of the central bank saying the real GDP rose by over 6% in the first part of this year and is expected to continue to rise. Paul saying household spending grew in that same time period, but slowed in July and August, especially in areas hit hard by the pandemic like travel and restaurants. And you're listening to USA Radio News. This report is brought to you by the National Alopecia Areata Foundation. September is Alopecia Areata Awareness Month. Alopecia Areata is an autoimmune condition that causes hair loss on the scalp, face, and other areas of the body. There is no cure or effective treatment. It can affect anyone at any age. It's also more common than many people think, affecting as many as 6.9 million people in the United States. The National Alopecia Areata Foundation is inviting those living with alopecia areata to celebrate their differences and show their pride through its True Colors campaign. Through pictures, stories, music, and videos, the organization is asking members of the community to help raise awareness about the need for an acceptable treatment for alopecia areata. The burden of those living with alopecia areata goes beyond unpredictable or even permanent hair loss. The condition is plagued with stigma, which can wreak havoc on mental health and well-being. To learn more, join the community that understands. Visit NAAF.org, developed with financial support from Pfizer. Gunfire erupted at a school bus stop in Louisville, Kentucky, Wednesday, when a car pulled up to a group of students waiting there, killing one student while another student was taken to the hospital to be treated for a gunshot wound, and a third student sustained minor injuries. The gunman remains at large. Louisville Metropolitan Police Chief Erica Shields raises concerns about gang members and gang violence at the Jefferson County Public High School and calls for dedicated officers to be assigned there. Without having dedicated school resource officers who are trained in identifying gang members, identifying potential conflict, having that constant ongoing communication, we are, we are lacking critical intelligence. Despite one of the worst droughts in history, Californians are failing to save water. The State Water Resources Control Board saying overall conservation so far this year is only 1.8%. USA Radio News.
Hi, I'm Wade Alaroot. If you like my radio show, you're going to love my podcast, War Raw. Each podcast, I present my top ten most outrageous, salacious, and controversial stories of the week. I break down the best of the best raw truth stories for conservatives, libertarians, patriots, taxpayers, Trumpers, and deplorables. Anyone who appreciates God, guns, gold, and tax cuts will stand up and cheer for War Raw. Check out this week's War Raw podcast right now. It's available to download at iTunes, Spotify, iHeart, or wherever you listen to podcasts. War Raw. War Raw. The Department of Defense held a closed briefing with the Senate Armed Services Committee yesterday to give them information on the withdrawal from Afghanistan and evacuation of Afghans. But Nebraska Republican Senator Deb Fisher says many members like her weren't satisfied with what she calls the lack of information. There were some members who were frustrated. Um, I was frustrated uh, as well at some points because uh, we, because it wasn't a classified briefing. It was a closed briefing. Uh, I couldn't get some information I wanted on our CT operations and over-the-horizon operations. That audio courtesy of Fox News Department of Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas telling the Senate Homeland Security Committee only 3,000 or 18 percent of Afghans already in the United States out of 60,000 had special immigrant visas. The impact of COVID on children is getting attention in the House. While children have been spared the same rates of severe symptoms or death as adults from the virus, we know that they are far from unscathed. Colorado Democrat Diana DeGetti opening a hearing and noting children are vulnerable to the deadly disease. Provisional data on the CDC website shows 544 people under the age of 18 have died from COVID. For USA Radio News, I'm Tim Berg. with more 411 here for your third hour. I am at Eragon, the Rock of Talk on AM 1600 rockoftalk.com. A little rancid. I don't know if we've ever played rancid, but a uh, little Ruby Soho from rancid. I, don't, I mean, I'm feeling a little punk rocky today. I'm not sure uh, what's going on, but uh, I'm feeling pretty good. 42 days until the election. I am running for your mayor. 
the mayor of the city of Albuquerque. Glad to be here. Joined by D. Dowd Muska, our trustworthy Dowd 3000, as always uh, scribbling uh, all his non-musings and his research and data refined at rockoftalk.chat. That's uh, rockoftalk.chat. Make sure you sign up and uh, grow your brain each and every single day. D. Dowd Muska, hour three commercial free, just you and me. No, we've got Rebecca here as well. Yeah, Dowd, how are you? Uh, well, uh, well, we're on the subject, Eddie. Uh, I did something for the parents today on rockoftalk.chat. Took a look at the masking insanity. Uh, as a non-parent myself, sometimes I, I forget that not everybody lives, you know, takes care of dogs and does public policy research all day. Some <laughs> people have actual lives with, you know, jobs and oh, businesses stop, and stop, parents. Stop. And, no self-deprecation around me, baby. No, it's no. Just, uh, you're, you're, you're amazing. <laughs> uh, let's get into the, uh, let's get into that right up. I'm, I'm glad you decided to go ahead and, you know, take the bull by the horns and run with it because this was an important piece. And a lot of people out there, 7,500 plus are receiving it. Uh, through various channels, and this is just good writing, good research, the kind that you only go get from uh, Dowd Muska. What the, the, tell us about the piece? Yeah, I, I uh, it's I've I've struggled with this this issue of masking because it does seem that the research is all over the map. I think one thing we can say broadly is that there has been tremendous compliance from coast to coast with these mask mandates, and yet the virus has spread to every corner of the country, it Correct, yeah. manifested itself in different variants. Um, we, don't, we never want to use anecdotal information when we're talking about public policy. And I, I, I am always tempted to, to, when it comes to masks, to say, everywhere I go in this crazy state, everybody's wearing a mask. But that, that, that doesn't reflect reality. There's some polling data on this, on how well are you conforming to the masking. Most of the polls I've seen is if you live in a, under a mask mandate, it's over 80% in states. I mean, people really? have been complying with this. Business owners are afraid to not enforce it because they can have the government come after them. So we have had substantial compliance with masking, and we've seen tremendous uh, prevalence of this virus for the last year and a half. Right. I no, think broadly speaking, they don't work. I mean, we can okay, conclude I, that. But you did say something that was positive without even knowing it. And let me tell you, I, I think the positive thing is the fact that you know, there's a lot of people out there who still try to do the right thing, and they think that the right thing is coming from their government, right? Mm -hmm. So that if they get some information from their government, they think that might be the right thing to do. You know, ultimately, everybody pays taxes every year. Ultimately, you know, people are trying to fund the government to try and do good things on its behalf. Uh, unfortunately, there is a, you know, a lot of bad things that are coming out, including the policy. Uh, so let's just look at it from that. You have four-fifths who are willing to be you know, I don't want, I don't want to say obedient, but just want to be good neighbors, good citizens, right? Like yeah. that's a, that's a good thing. So let's just say if we take those same four, four fifths of those people and instead under a Democrat, uh, mandate, uh, for masking, we put them under a Republican non-mandate situation. Then what do you probably have in red states? You probably have four fifths of the people not wearing masks, mm. not adhering to the, uh, mandate. Is, is that information even out there, Dowd? I'd be interested to kind of see whether the schools, businesses, you know, in those red states, if they're going along with say, hey, we don't have to mask. My guess, my guess is that that the same, the opposite is also going to be true. So it's not change your people. It's not whether or not you believe it or not. It's change your government. Vote for the right people who are going to lead your policies, who are going to be in charge and who you trust. You trust them enough to go ahead and make decisions on your behalf, which is exactly why, hey, and my competitors are welcome to equal time here on my radio station, if they so wish, for a live call-in show. That would, of course, be uh, Tim Keller and Manny Gonzalez. But if I was giving the opposite information, 
Couldn't the opposite, in fact, be true, Dowd? Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's, uh, as you know me, Eddie, I'm always on a hunt for Republicans who claim they're pro-freedom, but they actually aren't. Um, yeah, right. The, the two, two governors I'm thinking of, I, I don't know that in the, in the era of the coronavirus. Yeah, Asa Hutchinson uh, was one. Uh, I, yeah, I, the ones I'm thinking of, uh, Mike, uh, Mike DeWine in Ohio, a very large state. Ooh. And yeah. Charlie Baker in Massachusetts, you know, still yeah, a fairly yeah. decent-sized state. I think they have 13 electoral votes, I mean, a lot bigger than New Mexico. You know, these were mask Nazis on the Republican side, too. So I, I, it, a lot of these guys really did embrace this. And even even our our, our former president, I think, he, got, he, he figured out that you couldn't trust Fauci, but by then it was almost too late right. uh, uh, for him. And, I, and, and you're right, Eddie, people want to believe – in institutions and, and they I do. they do and they absolutely do they really do and, and, and the that's why we vote that's why we turn out why do we go to the polls why do we turn out I've got a number of people right now who are texting me and they think that their biggest problem is is whether or not they can trust the vote when they cast it in my opinion like that is an existential crisis for this country well and and what did the so-called public health authorities prey upon they preyed upon the fact that if you look at the Gallup data, the most trusted institutions in America are, are basically science and healthcare. People understand that you know your the iPhone that Mr. Uh, Mr. Eddie Aragon gave me a, a couple months ago is an amazing thing. Scientists and engineers do amazing things. They understand that healthcare is you know we didn't even we barely had the germ theory of disease 150 years ago. Everybody died at 33. Now now we, I was just doing a story the other day about the the sisters in Japan who were both 107. People trust science and healthcare far more than they trust other institutions in our society. And I think that for the, for the most part, those institutions earned our trust, but there was always this social engineering, uh, uh, hysterical element that we've seen waiting to attack when, when a public health crisis like this came along and people just continue and they continue to believe today. Eddie, I saw a woman, a young woman the other day got out of her minivan Pumping her gas with a stupid yeah. mask stupid on, yeah. and the kids in the minivan are not at risk for this, and and that's what I really explored in this piece today because uh, I, I hadn't looked at the numbers in a while, and I got to commend Clay and Buck for having a couple of really smart. Uh, they are. They're they, on this. Not, not only are they on this, honestly, I, I'm just going to say something. They're not Rush Limbaugh, but they are charging as hard as they can to be Rush. They Big really gamble. are, and, and they've had. Uh, they tweeted out something that a, a conservative activist had done, and I actually I went and I checked his work as I often do because anybody can tweet out a, tr a chart and say it's legit. Right. Uh, I right. went to the original source material from the CDC. Uh, we'll get into that in a second. But the person they had on, I don't know if it was today or yesterday, David Zweig, who is a New York-based. Uh, he writes for New York Magazine. He's written for major mainstream publications. This guy is. He's a he's a made member of the mainstream media, and he wrote a piece for the Atlantic, another mainstream media publication that has ridiculed and attacked those of us who are vaccine hesitant. Um, he did an immensely deep dive, going to the pediatric society, going to the CDC, going to professional epidemiologists, and saying, "What's the real science on masking children? Is there any is there any bulletproof evidence that this works?" And really, he couldn't get anyone to supply any good science to him. And in fact, quite the opposite. There's a study that was done by the CDC itself. They did a, an enormously deep dive on schools in Georgia. I think the number of students, something like over 90,000 students in, in, a, in a bunch of different schools. And, and according to the writer Zweig, uh, the conclusion was that, quote, distancing, hybrid models, classroom barriers, 
HEPA filters, and most notably, requiring student masking were each found to not have a statistically significant benefit when it came to transmitting coronavirus. Yep, this is course. your own and, CDC yeah, yeah. making this conclusion. And I really commend this writer who, you know, he's a novelist. He lives in New York. He's, he's like a musician. This guy should not be, I, I, I fear for him. He's going to get canceled the more he writes this kind of stuff. Uh, but I really commend him for doing this. And, he, you know, he talked to a lot of individuals and he also looked at this CDC study. But the, the, the stuff that was tweeted out by that conservative activist that Clay and Buck talked about last week, and they were looking at the actual numbers, and I'd like to think that this did not come as a surprise to me, but it, it actually did. They were looking at coronavirus, uh, well, COVID-19 deaths for every single age in America, you know, less than one-year-old, one-year-old, two-year-old, three-year-old. And Eddie, the statistics, I, I checked the work on this. I went to the CDC file and, and downloaded the spreadsheets myself. Unbelievable. The number, and I'm gonna, you're gonna rock your world, ladies and gentlemen, when you, when you hear this. There's about four million two-year-olds, uh, about four million two-year-olds in the United States. How many of those uh, four million two-year-olds do you think have died either with or from COVID? Zero. The entire country. Zero. Exactly zero. Seven. Seven. Okay. Out of four million two-year-olds in this country, seven have died from COVID-19. Out of 4 million 10-year-olds, of course, you know, the older you get, the more susceptible you are to COVID. Of the 4 million 10-year-olds, nine have died from COVID. That's not within a year. That's within a year and a half. So I started looking for good data on, you know, it's kind of a grim subject, particularly for a, a man who has two bright, beautiful young boys who are going places. But <laughs> I started looking for uh, data on, you know, what, what kills our children? I mean, it's a right. gruesome subject, but, you know, the Accident. fact of the matter is uh, kids die in this country. It's very, very sad, but mostly um, they die from accidents, uh, yep. it, it, uh, in, you know, intentional and unintentional harm, basically. Yep. Um, you know, they, they don't die a lot from cancer. They don't die from heart disease, diabetes, the things Rare. that kill we old, we old folks. So I looked at the numbers from COVID-19 for 19-year-olds and younger, and then I looked at the numbers for deaths from other causes for 19-year-olds and, num and, and less. So I got 436 COVID deaths for people 19 and younger in the United States uh, for, for 2020. And then I looked at, well, the other categories, the major categories that take our young, young, young ones out. In 2016, over 4,000 people, babies to 19-year-olds, died in car accidents compared to 436 COVID deaths in 2020, over 4,000. We have uh, more than 1,000 deaths a year from firearm homicides for, for children, we have more than 1,000 deaths from cancer for children, which I think a lot of people wouldn't wouldn't think, but it, it does strike uh, young people. Uh, and in fact, if you watched about the, the tourism flight to uh, Elon Musk's tourism flight Inspiration4, one of the travelers was a young woman, 29, who, ha who survived childhood cancer. And uh, she was picked because she works for St. Jude and they were raising money for that. And she went right. up into space. Uh, we have over 1,000 suffocation suicides from people zero to 19. Very, you know, very disturbing. We have over a thousand firearm suicides. Can you do that? Is that, uh, you mean people suffocate themselves to death? Uh, well, all, all, all types of cutting off oxygen. That's a lot of hangings, uh, but, you know, mostly hangings. Okay, okay. Um, okay thank yeah. you for clarifying. Uh, it, it, you know, they use all their technical terminology. Uh, over a thousand suicides from firearms from kids zero to 19. Okay. Uh, in 2016, we had a thousand zero to 19 year olds die from drowning 1000 there's a there's a nonprofit organization that fights drowning in the United States according to them drowning is quote the leading cause 
of unintentional yeah. injuries That's for children yeah. one to four. That's the yeah. number one cause of unintentional yeah. injuries for them. Uh, drug overdose is at a thousand. Uh, congenital anom anomalies, you know, born okay. with a disease. Um, heart disease, of all things, over 500 children in 2016 died from heart disease. Every group of fatalities I just described to you, ladies and gentlemen. Larger Every single than group, COVID-19. Larger than COVID-19. And I, and I actually ask, uh, if more than 4,000 children die a year in car accidents, why are parents allowed to drive their children around? If, why are they allowed to build pools in their backyard? If, if, anybody, more, than, if you, more than 1,000 children drown... Yeah, it should be a regulation. You are not allowed to get a pool, Dowd. Swimming if you have a child under, under the age of five, Absolutely. you're not allowed to get a pool. Ban pools for anybody under the age of five. And, and I used, uh, you know, who, who, what governor do we know did the one most amazing job fighting COVID? Andrew Cuomo, of course. Uh, and his quote was, <laughs> uh, we're going to do, quote, everything to save, quote, just one life. And he just doesn't, care, he doesn't no care what pools. the cost is. So if that's the standard, you can't drive your kids in cars. You can't have a backyard pool. You can't even take your child to the lake or the ocean, uh, you know, frankly. So masking, as I, as I summarized, uh, masking at school is an ineffective tool for a non-existent threat. And I, I didn't want to, you know, Eddie, I don't mention Landon Fuller very often because I don't want to be exploitative of a young man who killed himself uh, down in the southeast corner uh, of the state, an 11-year-old who lost his school environment. He lost his church environment. Uh, he did kill himself. And I don't like making use of children, but I had to make this mention because People Magazine, People Magazine of all publications, you know, that hard-hitting investigative stuff, mm -hmm. People, yeah. they did a, a profile of a 12-year-old a in New Mexico. We've lost four, four young people in New Mexico to COVID over the last year and a half, 17 and under. We've lost four. By way of comparison, that's only one more than we lost from pediatric influenza in 2017, 2018. Okay, so, you know, do we hear about pediatric influenza all the time? No. A young man named uh, Aiden Self, this was, he was profiled, S-E-L-P-H. He was profiled in Pe People magazine. And I don't want to pile on to this family's tragedy, but we know that the kids who are dying from this disease, they tend to be very sick children. They were very sick children long before COVID came along. These aren't the kind of kids who are in your classroom because they have so many special needs. They're either in a cancer hospital or they're being taken care of at home. This young little Aiden, who happens to be the same name as my, my nephew, Aiden, uh, according to people, one of our four children who've died in New Mexico, quote, was born premature, blind, and dealt with brain swelling, scoliosis, and seizures. This young man was very, very sick. And we know from anecdote after anecdote after anecdote, these children have comorbidities. They're very sick children. And the coronavirus comes in and, and, and does not help them. It, it, it may help, you know, push them to their eventual demise. Young, healthy children should not be masked. And frankly, Eddie, young, healthy children never should have been masked and they should have stayed in school. Pretty easy to make that, uh, I think, directive now, given the stats, which actually give us the proper perspective. Uh, you have given us uh, the reason why we're doing vaccinations is not to prevent the sickness, but to prevent the death that comes a part of the sickness. So let's not forget that. I think that's an important piece. And Dowd, you put everything in perspective in terms of the classifications of where people have died. You know, annualized uh, uh, here in hospice on our pediatric unit, they have anywhere between 30 to 35 people who die. Um, in the state of New Mexico, under the age of 18, since the very beginning of COVID, I believe that we've had two deaths. Two deaths, if I'm not mistaken, under the age of 18. Is that correct? Uh, we have had four 17 and under. That four 17 and under. 
Yep. So those would all be considered uh, pediatric. Folks, we have gone way too far, and now they are looking to try and va uh, vax your children. Let me say something to each and every one of you, okay? If you are of age and if you have comorbidities and you want to go ahead and get vaxxed, uh, even though we know that it is gene therapy because it's not a fully approved, you're welcome to do that. A kid underneath the, uh, under the age of 18 cannot make that choice for themselves. Please do not make that choice on their behalf, regardless of the disclaimers that are. And it can't be a disclaimer, I believe, under the true. And Rebecca, if you don't mind looking this up uh, for us, uh, what, a, what a disclaimer actually is. A disclaimer is sort of a, a script, a legal note that's typed out so that would prevent the person from being uh, sued. Now, what's happening with COVID-19 vaccinations, regardless if they come from Moderna or Pfizer, et cetera. There is no disclaimer. You will take it and you will like it and it will work because that is the directive that comes in. A disclaimer is meant to go ahead and just like, you know, Surgeon General's warning on the side of a pack of cigarettes or any other disclaimer that's out there is prevent legal repercussions for the company that's producing that particular action. Guess what? Any one of the seven companies that are out there pushing the vaccine, and it's their incentive because these are multi-billion dollar companies, ladies and gentlemen, multi-billion dollar companies. They don't get to be multi-billion dollar companies if they're not peddling all of the crap that they're pushing out at you. And at this point, what you just heard, that there's no reason to vax and there's no reason to mask anybody underneath uh, the, the age of 18 years old. That's a very definitive study from a perspective uh, standpoint, uh, comparing this class of deaths versus all the other class of deaths uh, that are out there. We know that uh, you'd have to ban a number of other things, and I think that that puts things in the proper perspective. Uh, Rebecca, disclaimer is? Yeah, um, according to Merriam-Webster, it is a denial or disavowal of legal claim or a relinquishment of or formal refusal to accept an interest or a state. Okay, so Dowd, back to you. Uh, what do we know about each of the seven companies that produce the vaccination? You can't sue them, right? They have special protection, federal protection. <laughs> so who's going to take anything? And if there's no disclaimer and there's no contents that are being provided, like how stupid must we be at this point to go ahead and take this vaccination? It makes no sense. Uh, and I'm being criminalized, right? because I don't want to take the uh, vaccination to go at, into KOAT or what have you. I think I have the uh, high road on this argument during this mayoral contest, guys. What do you guys think? Well, I think, Eddie, if you, you know, the next time anyone in our community of uh, not science deniers, science understanders and science acceptors, uh, the next time you have a fight with a COVID, of COVID Karen, ask her if she ever drives her kids on the road. Ask her if she's ever taken her kids swimming. Um, and, uh, you know, do it in a nice way, but, you know, we, we have, there's a book came out a number of years ago called Innumeracy, not illiteracy, Innumeracy. Ooh. Americans used to understand math and they could understand percentages and statistics and odds and that sort of thing. Uh, we have lost that. I mean, if you, if you need any more evidence, just look at how American life has been harmed in the last year and a half of this. Um, I agree with you hundred percent, Eddie. I still have mixed feelings about my folks pushing 80 and not taking the vaccine. There is no reason no reason to be concerned about children not taking the vaccine and children not wearing a mask. No reason. Have we proven at this point, though, that the vaccine actually works? Aren't they telling us, in fact, that the vaccine doesn't work based upon our their their max uh, their masking mandates for everybody? Uh, why do we need to have to have everybody vaccinated if we're going to force them to mask anyway? 
Well, Eddie, I'm, I'm trying, and, I, and for our scientists who listen, I'm, I'm still trying to wrap my brain around this concept because it's, it's so counterintuitive, but I've accepted, and I think it's, it's, it's a compelling argument, and it's a solid argument, that the, that the vaccine has failed to stop this so-called pandemic. Now the argument's being made that the vaccine, vaccinated, so quote-unquote vaccinated people themselves are actually empowering the vaccine, empowering the, the germ to to cha- yep. to transmogrify into different variants. I'm still struggling with that. I'll, I'll I'll be writing about that eventually. But that it's one thing for something to just be ineffective. It's another thing for some so-called med- medicine to actually make things worse. We might be in that zone right now. Yeah. So that was the pandemic. Uh, so you say that you're. Do you mind if I uh, kind of quiz you a little bit on this? Why are you struggling with that, given the evidence that you heard audibly on the Clay and oh. Buck show? Yeah, I, I'm just struggling to understand, and, and I think one of the epidemiologists on Clay and Buck was saying how the imagine the disease is, is five fingers on a hand, and it only attacks, I think they said, the tip of the pinky finger. You know, there's so much more there. And so by, by, uh, by, fa- by failing to address the, 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 the core of the problem, it's it's an ineffective. It, it 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 runs out. Its efficacy runs out. You're not really attacking the core of the problem in the way that natural immunity. If you let your system fight it on a holistic, from a holistic perspective, your body will fi- will fight the germ with all five fi- all five fingers of the germ. And natural immunity is so much more powerful than this phony baloney medicine they're giving you. I'm just having a hard time making the link from the ineffectiveness to it to the so-called vaccine. Mm-hmm. Supercharging the variants, and I'm in my mind. I'm still struggling with that. I, That's fine. So I don't. I'm not there issues. yet, but I, I under. I'm starting to understand this line of reasoning. It's just Eddie. It's so counterintuitive, and I'm such a logical person that I'm just. I, I'm not there yet, but I, I can get there if it's explained to me adequately enough. I guess. Yeah, and I think uh, so. That was the words of Paul Alexander. He actually mm-hmm. called back on Clay and Buck today. Uh, so to your point, and not the point that you're actually. Uh, making right now, but uh, and this is this was his logic. We're going to go to his logic today on the Clay and Buck show. Uh, Dr. Paul Alexander calls back. He's actually located in D.C. I want you to listen uh, to him, and he's actually talking about how children should not be back. Let's all Our take buddy, a listen. Dr. Paul got a lot of attention when he was on the show last week. He was in Toronto. He's back in Washington, D.C. He was formerly in HHS under the Trump administration. We did a little bit of digging to find out more about Dr. Paul. Dr. Paul, what do you got for us today? Hey, thanks, Clay and Buck, and uh, it's Paul Alexander. I'm so honored and privileged. Look, I'm listening to you guys, and it's an exceptional show. I want to say it this way. I wanted to make the argument that the nation has to consider their children already vaccinated and immune. And I'll make my case quickly, shortly. But I wanted to follow up with something you said. Look, I had my own links and dealings with Dr. Fauci, and I'm not going to get into um, his, his, his service and all of that. But I'll say this. On COVID, for the last 19 months, he's been flat wrong on everything. I think he's one of the most illogical, irrational, and actually at some points absurd. I, I am a scientist. I'm an academic scientist, and I work with many. We cannot understand anything he says from day to day. And that is, <laughs> it blows my mind wow. the attention he gets because he had leadership positions in Trump and he has a leadership position in Biden. And I just don't understand it. Now, here's what I wanted to tell you today. I looked at all of the evidence, 
me and the researchers that I work with, we looked at all of the, the global settings, every nation, every location in terms of lockdowns. Every single lockdown failed. We looked at every location in the world that implemented a school closure, including across the United States. Every single school closure failed to stop transmission, failed in every possible way. We examined mask mandates in every state in the United States and in every country in this entire world. Not one location did a mask mandate work to stop transmission. Every single policy that the task force under Trump implemented, and Trump implemented their policies. They, these were not Trump policies. He was guided by Fauci and Burks, etc. Every single policy failed. Everyone, it was a catastrophic failure for anyone to ever go back and try to blame Trump. I sit back and bristle because he took tone and guidance from them. Yes, he was the boss, but he needed their technical input and they failed him. They misguided him and they even misguided whomever right now Biden because this present administration is a complete failure. But I wanted to go back now to what I said. No child in America must be vaccinated with these vaccines, none. And we must consider them already immune and actually vaccinated. Why? Children, the infection fatality rate is close to zero for children. Close to zero, statistical zero. Children don't readily acquire it, don't readily spread it. They do not get severely ill readily and they do not die. And that is not me making this up. This is data and the reality is I looked at the evidence to try to understand, is there a molecular or biological <clears throat> explanation? And what I found was Patel and Bunjianovic, they published some research, two separate papers last year in JAMA, that showed that the nostrils of children and the nasal pharyngeal passage lacks the number of ACE2 receptors that adults have. And that began to explain to us why children were at such low risk to begin with. All right, let's play that again. That right there, Dow just following the logic uh, here, that should probably kind of clue you in more or less to his logic and that, that linear thinking. And that's a biological statement that he's making in terms of just how adults versus, you know, uh, children in terms of the psilli and the blockage and, you know, what can actually pass through. Let's play that again. And then he also references, you know, last time I think he uh, referenced uh, The Lancet. Uh, this time he references JAMA, which is the Journal of American Medical uh, American Meta, uh, Medical Association. Journal of the Medical Association, yep. Yeah, Medical Association. So, you know, this is official. This is real. So let's go back just a few seconds and play, play this back. Published some research, two separate papers last year in JAMA, that showed that the nostrils of children and the nasal pharyngeal passage lacks the number of ACE2 receptors that adults have. And that began to explain to us why children were at such low risk to begin with. Children just do not have the apparatus to become readily infected and readily transmit. And that's one piece of the puzzle. I also looked at some research by LOSC, who also showed that the airways in children are already primed to sense this virus and had a much stronger early innate response to the SARS-CoV-2. That was point two for me as to why children were at such risk. I looked at research by Yang, and Yang told us 
that the blood that they collected from kids before SARS-CoV-2 started had the type of B-cell antibodies in it that showed that they were exposed to prior common colds and gave them some protection. That was potent, potent that the medical community knows. CDC understands. There's also research by Weiser and Faber that told us that the T-cells in children, when they looked at it, they were so naive and so untrained that that gave them an understanding of why children's immune system responded. Those four pieces of evidence to me, from a biological and a molecular point of view, I'm not even talking about the, the Danish study in the French Alps that showed children didn't spread. I'm not talking about the Ludwigsson study in Sweden that showed up two million sweet kids, no cases of death. I'm not even talking about the epidemiology. I'm talking about the molecular underlying biology. It shows that children do not get this infection readily and do not spread it. Children have no opportunity for benefit from these vaccines, only potential for harm. We must not allow our children to be vaccinated. And that's what I wanted to share today. Dr. Paul. Thank, 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 thank you, Dr. Paul. Thank I mean, you, he yeah, kills I mean, it every single I mean, time he's on. I, I love, you're following this guy. So he comes on. He makes his statement. I think it's pretty clear. Um, he has got the you know background. Uh, he is uh, formerly under the HHS under the Trump administration. He did more digging to find out uh, what that's actually happened uh, during the time. The last time they spoke with him, he was in Toronto. But I think he makes you know very direct statements, and you know it's up to you, the public, to sort of prove him wrong. The data shows that he's right given everything that Dowd has just talked about in his piece. Now, Dr. Paul, I mean, it's not like this is coordinated. Uh, Dowd has zero idea that I'm about to play Dr. Paul in any of this, and not Rand Paul, this is Dr. Alexander Paul. Uh, and he made his statement. Dowd's statement is completely from the data. Dr. Alexander Paul's statement is clearly from the medicine and the research in the, the biological stuff. So the two meet right here, and then you guys have truth. And you have to figure out, well, for yourself, do you want to get your children vaccinated? Clearly, the logic leads us, in my opinion, my opinion of where I think the logic leads us. It's hard to, you know, sort of uh, go against what we're saying to not getting your children vaccinated, not for death and certainly not for any reason. So if, if my two kids, uh, I just have to say, I pray to God that they don't get vaccinated under this or under some sort of force. Uh, I can only imagine... Uh, Dow, that would be something based upon the information that you receive that would, you know, I think make you take a second look at my parenting, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I really yeah. like Dr. Paul's statement because, Eddie, you know, I, I was 15% of a parent for 11 years. Children are not adults. Uh, their, their bodies are very, very different. Um, I think it even extends to teenagers can hear things that older adults can't hear. Right. I remember yeah, I went to an ear, ear, nose, and throat doctor years ago, and he said, you've got really good hearing. You, you have a, the hearing of a, of a teenager. Uh, kids are unfinished adults. And so for him to explain in very clear terms, the number of receptors in the nostrils, the pharyngeal passage, uh, yeah. it's, he explained it very, because I've, I've been wondering for a year and a half. I mean, why uh, influenza yeah. kills children. My, right. the, the, uh, the flu of um, 1918 really took a toll on young people where this one is just a nothing burger. So uh, good for you, Dr. Paul. And uh, there's more than one good Dr. Paul out there, I guess. <laughs> no, there certainly is. I almost want to play that George Carlin 
uh, how we all became a bunch of you know what's uh, here in this country. I think it's perfect. We are steeped in yes. you know we're yes. steeped in the the the, the swamp the. The filth, you know. That's we, we had a, good I, immune systems because we swam in filth. That's exactly <laughs> right. All right. Uh, your thoughts, uh, Rebecca, on uh, all of this. I know you're one to push back, and you're sort of at a different level of operation. Uh, you, operation you operate more at the activist level, and uh, I think you trust your gut, and you hear this stuff, and I think it just resonates with you and, and, and uh, the, the information that you've read and the people that you've spoken to about people who have been shot, uh, shut down and not been able to go to the schools and, you know, being out in public. Right. Um, well, I had an interesting, actually, I was listening to an interesting conversation yesterday. I was at uh, that protest we did at the corner of Wyoming and Montgomery. And uh, one of the people that was there with us got into this conversation with this 16-year-old girl. And she is just, you know, you were talking about how people trust doctors. They trust right. the trust the government at least we used to and i think we want to we want to but we want it to be an institution that 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 creates some level of safety for us but we have not shown that it's done that but the problem is they've been proven to be lying to us so many times over the past year and a half it's like uh, all of that is out the window but yet these kids that are in school they're being indoctrinated in the schools and this stuff is just being driven down their throat and they believe this stuff. And it's like this girl, she's like 16 years old, and she's talking about how uh, uh, Trump uh, is, uh, you know, this or that or the other thing. And I, He's and a I, devil. He's yeah, a devil. Yeah, and I said, well, can you give me one example no, of what, you what you're talking about? And it's yeah. like, uh, no. Yeah. She was calling him a fascist. It's like, well, okay, can you give me one example? Just one. Can you tell me what a fascist is? Right. That, I don't think they there. even know what that yeah. is. So and and another interesting thing I heard too, as far as the deaths of children from COVID, you know, Dowd was looking that up. How that number is like really really small, mm-hmm. but yet the VAERS data indicates that the number of children that have died mm-hmm. from the so-called vaccine is much higher. Mm-hmm. So does the risk outweigh the benefit? Yeah, no, and that's, no. a, that's an entirely different conversation. Yeah, because we don't have to worry about uh, anybody dying from the vaccine. Vaccine, if we can prevent kids from being vaccinated, right? So let's just uh, let's just keep kind of keep the the logic uh, mm-hmm. right there. Take a couple of quick calls, and then let's hit the uh, the top last of the day, the top stories that they see what people are listening to out there. Caller, you are in the Kiva. Go ahead. Good afternoon, everyone. Hey, it's Dead Air Dave. There he is. <laughs> What's going on, Dead Air Dave? How are you? Uh, very well, thank you. Uh, All right. You cover Rebecca's thing about fascists. Nothing from the state, yet everything to the state because the state owns everything. Fascism. Italy, Mussolini, 1935. Okay, let's get down to what you're actually talking about. Uh, get real simple with the coronavirus thing. God give us an immune system. People, you need to use it. Get that diaper off your damn face. <laughs> Any man-made solution is inherently flawed because humans are not capable of perfection. Only God has that capability. Hear that, MLG? <laughs> God decide who lives from those who die or those he calls home. And when he calls them home, he's got a reason for them. If you're uh, 
relegated to this hell on earth that we uh, call the United States or the Earth. Wow. Uh, Did you just say hell on earth is the United States? Come on, dead air, Dave. We don't, we don't want to go in that direction. Come on. Where are we living right now? What is going right. on? Uh, we're pushing back. Stay positive. We're going to win. We can win this mayoral election. We can win the governorship next year. We can take over the house. Stick with me. Stick with me. Just uh, just hang in there. I'll, I'll show you the way, right? Oh, totally with, totally with you there because as All I right. think I am, and I know that we've got the will to win. There you do. Uh, we shall do. We shall overcome. We, oh, wow. I, I felt that. I felt the we shall overcome, right? I felt the anti-slavery <laughs> push right there, didn't you? I felt like we <laughs> yeah. shall. All right. Yeah. Good stuff, uh, yeah, Dead Dave. All right. Uh, wrap it up. You have, you have 10 seconds. We've all been slaves at one point in our lineage, so we shall do everything we can to prevent that BS which they want to force upon us. Okay. Everyone, get out there. Eddie Aragon for mayor. Oh, here we go. This is good stuff. Dead Air Dave. Thanks. Yeah, I appreciate it, Dave. Very, very right. good. We'll see you tomorrow. We'll see you tomorrow. All right. Uh, top stories of uh, of the uh, Rock of Talk dot Blast. Yeah, fun one, number one today, Eddie. And uh, you can get your the Daily Blast, ladies and gentlemen. Just go to rockoftalk.chat. It's a daily email that, from the mind of Eddie Aragon and the mind of D. Dowd Muska, Eddie kind of laid out some components. I had some components. It's, uh, it's all Dowd uh, now. It's all Dowd. Well, it is. Mm-hmm. But, but you, you, he, said, he, he laid the foundation of a lot of the content. Uh, you know, historical things, what, what, what today's you know, weather report from the Kiva. Uh, and, that, and I do 10 links every day from uh, from primarily from New Mexico, and things you need to know about that you may not have had time to, to, to read about. Eddie, fun one today. Mountain lions spotted around town up in our beloved Las Vegas, uh, New Mexico, Ooh. not Las Vegas, Nevada, uh, the site of, uh, of course, the original and the better Red Dawn. And so we certainly hope that a lot of those mountain lions are jumping up on those Cubans and Russians. She's a are, man-eater, baby. She's a um, man-eater. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I, you know I'm, I'm a country boy. I love nature. I'm always going to do wildlife stories. Uh, two kind of stories tied for number two. Uh, 122 officers have left the Albuquerque Police Department since Whoa, January. whoa! 122? That's year. 122. Wow. All right. Uh, so that's is, more for is there any reason why I'm not talking about retainage, you know, retaining uh, the, the No, not relevant to the, the race, the, not no. like that. Oh. Um, an interesting comment from one of the officers uh, shot in that four-officer shooting uh, weeks ago. Mm. Quote, yeah. I can hear the gunfire in my car. Interesting interview with him. Uh, number four, uh, an APS teacher is using music, and she's strumming the old guitar. Oh. Maybe we can talk about this tomorrow. Teaching yeah. children songs about wearing their stupid masks that they don't oh, need. Of course. Oh. And then... Um, she's got a little harpsichord that she plays. A, I used to have a, a teacher that you had one of those little harpsichord with all the oh, yeah. switches. And it, and that, and. Yeah. I, no, no word on if she's bringing auto-tune into it yet. Uh, mm. And then finally, uh, there's a hearing scheduled for the Floyd Courageous School Board in Floyd. Oh. Uh, you know, Floyd. They've, been de- they've been deplatformed by the state PED. So uh, <laughs> you can check that out at rockoftalk.chat, ladies and gentlemen, the Daily Blast. There we go, folks. We'll see you tomorrow bright and early, 4 p.m. here in the Kiva, AM 600 Kiavia, abq.fm, rockoftalk.com. <laughs> Look in my eyes, what do you see?
This is The Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIVA Albuquerque.